Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Here today, gone today. We'll get to that in a minute, but right now it's time to say, wash your hands, happy Easter, happy Passover. Now, wake up, America! <laughs> it is that time. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and... We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, I can't wait to do this. I wait seven days every week to do this. My friend, my partner, the brains of the outfit, the hardest working man in show business today, the one and only Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? You feeling okay? Can't wait. Um, Yeah, I'm great, Andy Furman. I'm hanging in there in these global pandemic times, just trying to make the most of things. But I'm doing well, and uh, happy Easter to you, everybody else out there. And I thought this, Andy, before we get started, I was like, you know, I've been in this, in this, uh, I don't know, this habit of eating oatmeal on Sunday mornings, and I love it. Love me some brown just sugar. Just on Sundays. Oh, uh, that's, yeah, yeah. Apple okay. cinnamon. Every now and then, I'll, I'll eat it during the week, but it's mainly a a Sunday staple here. And I thought, you know what? It is, it's Christmas. Uh, It's Easter. Sorry, I'm mixing up my holidays here, but it's Easter Sunday and I'm going to bust out the top shelf stuff. So I'm going back to a tried and true staple, which is apple cinnamon. That's right. Got a couple of apple (laughs) Apple cinnamon cinnamon. Nutri-Grain bars to Uh, dine on this morning. Not from me, of course, but I'll get you some eventually. Yeah, I think they're past due, the wrong ones that weren't even close. It was the wrong brand. It was the wrong flavor. Not even close to apple cinnamon. And Andy Furman, how dare you? How dare you? But that'll change. It really will. By the way, I need to get an update on the eyebrow. I don't know you had this eyebrow that has it stayed. Is it gone? Tell me what the story is with the eyebrow. No, it's off. It's off. I shaved it. uh, I can't remember what day it was. 
Thursday, maybe. But uh, did it live? Tony on the Bruno, who's the you know legendary sports radio guy, he was a guest on my show, and I just did an impromptu shaving. I was like, wow. "Hey, man, you've given us a lot of memorable moments. I'm going to give you one right here. I'm going to shave off my left eyebrow. It's not every day you have that happen in an interview." So, <laughs> what did he say? Yeah, it, he did live play-by-play of my eyebrow being shaved off. Now, did you shave time. with shaving cream and a, and a straight-edge razor or nope. you, an electric razor? Well, I'll have to show you the video. I'll have to send that to you. But, uh, yeah, I just I busted out the clippers and went over it once or twice. Ugh. And Tony was like, no, nah, you got to get the straight razor. And I said, hey, man, just do me a favor. Talk to the good people here in Portland for 30 seconds. I'm going to run over and get the straight Straight razor, and then I did it uh, dry. <laughs> oh, Tony was like, I don't recommend this. Don't do this. Get some type of Barbasol. Get some lubricant something. And I was yeah. like, no, nah, we don't have time for that, and I just shaved it dry. Okay, and now the question is the stares that you get in public, if in fact you go out in public right now, but now's a pretty good time to do yeah. something like that because you're kind of staying in. Yeah, I'm hardly ever out. The only time I'm out is to get groceries. That's really it. As far as being in public, you know, I might go to a park or whatever, something like that. But being out and about, it's rare. So, no, I haven't gotten anything too crazy just yet. But I am doing the show each day. And, you know, it's on TV again. We got back on TV this week. So, yeah, that adds a little bit to it (laughs) in terms of being out and about in public, I guess. Well, well, it'll grow back. I'm sure it'll grow back. Yeah, it's on its way already. Okay, I, I listened to the sports headline at the top of the hour with our good friend, my son, Brian Fenley, and one thing really disturbed me, and I wanted to talk about this. The WWE is going to resume live TV matches starting tomorrow. And, and the thing that came to mind, finally, someone with an ounce of sense came out with this statement the other day. The athletic director of The Ohio State University, Gene Smith, said, if the event is not safe for fans, yeah. what makes it safe for athletes? And that's yeah. such common sense. No one has said that before. You got lunatics saying we're coming back May 1st. We want to do this. We're going to play ball now. Wait a minute. Take a step back. Take a breath and listen to Gene Smith. So why are they wrestling on Monday? I know. The bottom line is when you have a question in life, always go back to the green the green salvage of foundation or whatever. The cabbage. The green cabbage. Money. It's all about the guilt. This is sure. like this is your go-to saying, and you're screwing it up, Andy. I know. I've I heard know. you say this nine thousand times. Help me out. Help me out. <laughs> it's like the, I don't know the exact order of what you say, but it's like Either the why. cabbage, the the green lettuce, the gelt, or whatever. It's the same thing, and you forgot it. What's up with that? I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little famushed this morning. Really, I don't know why, but I, I, I think it's. But the, I'm with you. I, I'm with I, you I on think, this. I agree well, with you, you, and I agree with Gene Smith. I was making this point yesterday. I'll say it to you also. With all of this criticism of Dana White, and I get it. I'm not here to defend Dana White with Fight Island and his plans to have a private island in international waters and fly fighters in to be able to put on UFC events. And ESPN stepped in and said, let's not do this for UFC 249. And so Dana White's been getting clobbered for that. If you compare... Fight Island to the WWE coming back, as you're saying, Andy, mm-hmm. and they were doing taped events. Now they're going to be doing live events starting this next week. Shame on And there isn't any, there's not the same criticism. There's not the same pushback. It's like, how are WWE wrestlers immune to coronavirus? How are they just on a separate 
like playing field, if you will, they're they're at risk also. There's no doubt about that. And I wondered about that because there was such a hullabaloo about the UFC with Dana White. Although Dana White's a little more vocal than WWE. They just came out and made the announcement they're going to do it, where Dana White's been in and out for the last several weeks, you know, doing this. And the island thing was a big story. I get that. But maybe, and maybe I'm really off base here, could it be that UFC is more popular than WWE and people in the know really know that WWE is scripted? It's not really – they don't consider right. it a sport, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah, that's one of the things. You could also talk about physically flying there so you're going through security or you know, you're in contact with a lot more people just to get to Fight Island. But there was a WWE employee – that tested positive for coronavirus. WWE says that employee made a complete recovery from the virus. But the fact remains, that they said, yeah, we had an employee that had coronavirus. Could that have been a, a wrestler? Sure. Like, these people are around others as well. They might be around family members. They might go to the grocery store. They can pick up the virus just like you and I can. And so to make it seem like, oh, well, it's a scripted sport and it's not actually a competition, it doesn't even matter. It's right. just being around people at this stage. You're exactly right. And the funny thing is now that I guess the coronavirus made a good excuse factor for the XFL because the less than a month after canceling the remainder of the return season, the XFL on Friday informed the employees that have been laid off and the Football League now is suspending operations due to the uh, – Due to the virus, however, I would say this. This is a good excuse because they're not coming back. I just don't think they're going to come back. It's all over. Well, I mean, look, they were at least doing well. They had some momentum. And then a global pandemic of all things comes into the picture. And I I feel for uh, the XFL. It just stinks. It really does because I thought it was actually a decent sign where they were paying everybody's salary. For the remainder of the right. season. And I said at the time, like, that's a good sign for them to keep the doors open going forward. But it shifted and went the complete opposite way where they're not planning to come back in 2021, let alone this season. This season's right. a wrap, but I thought they'd be back next year. Not so much. So that but just they stinks. Had a, a lot of players game. that made it to the NFL. There are a few quarterbacks that got gigs in the NFL. Right mm-hmm. now they're on rosters because they played well in the XFL. Right, and they averaged 16,000 a game. However, I think as the weeks were going on, the attendance was waning. I mean, but initially, I think out of curiosity, at least, they hit the numbers pretty good early on, and they went downhill after that. And I think that one could say that maybe less is more. I'm not going to say that people don't want to see a a product not as good as the NFL. No, I think that people love football. Football is football. Obviously, college football to some level is definitely not on the same plane as the NFL, but people still love college football. But perhaps maybe less is more because by the time February rolls around, maybe you're just tired of football. Time to move on. I don't I don't believe that. I think that look, when you go from the NFL to the XFL immediately, goodness, take a food comparison. Whatever your favorite restaurant is, and you look forward to it and you're like, oh man, I can't wait to go fill in the blank. And you compare it to a restaurant that you're like, it's okay, I guess. Like that's how are you gonna be excited to the same level? I think you got to have some name recognition. If you just go with the quarterbacks, who is the biggest quarterback name? Cardale right. Jones? Like, that's just not going to be enough 
to really excite somebody else when you go from the NFL immediately to the XFL. It was going to take some time to build momentum. It was a brand new league. It wasn't going to be widely popular and sustain that popularity. It would take a few years to really get some traction. So I think it's way premature to be like, oh, yeah, we we just don't like anything but the NFL in terms of professional football. It was around for half a season? That's not enough to grow any type of relationship, if you will, as a fan with the league. So the marketers who really and truly should get together and say to themselves, what did we learn from this situation? We learned that the game is great and people love the game for whatever the reason, be it fantasy football or gambling or whatever it might be. Well, what is fantasy football? Fantasy football is name recognition of top-notch players, and you don't have that in your league, and that's what you have to do. And you're not going to do it by just banging it away. You have to get people... In in the mood, I guess, in that vein of saying this guy is – people really could rattle off names of various quarterbacks on any team in the NFL. In the XFL, if you can name five players on, on any team, you're, you're ahead of the game. Right. It's just going to take time. I would compare it to college football, really, because college football has a, a rotating door, right? It's a mm-hmm. revolving yeah. door of talent is in, and then they graduate. Maybe they're around for one, two years of really contributing, producing and all that, and then they're gone. But you still follow it and love teams because of the tradition, because of the past, because you've rooted for this team for a long, long time. And the alumni factor. Yeah, but if you compare that to the XFL, it would be like, imagine if a new college just popped up. Do you think that they would have the same fan base as Notre Dame football or Oklahoma football, Ohio State football, all these traditional powerhouses, the reason they've gotten so popular is because of years and years and years of fans being on board. And if you I got a new this, college, you think people are just going to flock to that college and be like, I love right. this college. No, it would take a long time for them to get established. As opposed to the NFL, one of the comparisons, I believe, is the fact that the college game is more of a coach's game as opposed to the NFL. Yeah, you know, people follow Saban, and they follow various coaches, and in, in, uh, Notre Dame and Brian Kelly. I, I think more of a coach's game than the NFL is. The NFL is more of a player's game, a quarterback game. That's the way they promote it. But, you know, in the, in the college game, they'll promote, well, Nick Saban today and this. I think it's more of a college game, uh, a coach's I, game. I don't agree with you. I don't think really? that's why fans root for teams. No, <laughs> but I, I think the, coach. the coaches are more top of mind awareness in the college game than in the pro game, I think. I I mean, listen, there are some rock stars. There are some rock stars in the NFL. There are guys, goodness, I would compare it like this. Look at the the coaches that get vilified in the NFL compared to the coaches in college. You have your Jim Harbaugh and those type of guys. But think about Tom Herman. Tom Herman at Texas, if you put him in the NFL in NFL context, that NFL coach is getting blasted. Like league wide, Bill O'Brien, dudes like that. We we talk about coaches ad nauseum in the NFL. I think we talk about coaches way more in the NFL than in college. Mm. Jason Garrett, goodness, how many Jason Garrett topics did we get over the years? It's like it never ends with NFL coaches. The Jason Garrett topic, I think, was filtered and fostered by Jerry Jones. I, I really believe that. I mean, and certainly I don't think it's a fair analysis because that's, quote, America's team. Anything Dallas does is going to be magnified more so than a coach, say, in Carolina or Tennessee. That's the, that's the truth for the league. Like, the NFL is under a bigger microscope. 
So are its coaches. And that generates all these topics and all this scrutiny. So, of course, they're going to be scrutinized and talked about more than college guys. This is how it goes. Right. I mean, you could go look at uh, Mike McCarthy, how often he was talked about with the Packers. How often was the the new guy talked about taking over, right, Uh, with uh, LeFleur over there? Like, we talk about these dudes all the time. It's Uh. nonstop. You know what, though? As bad as the Detroit Lions are and have been, Matthew Stafford gets more heat than any of the coaches there. Well, Patricia's getting some heat right now, a little bit, but oh, think, right. Think I mean, Patricia's maybe getting a little heat. Yes, a little heat, is. of course, but still, and all, I think you know the quarterback got more heat than the coach. I think, but uh, look, they stink. I don't care why they stink, but they just stink. The Lions, you know, and whoever gets the heat certainly deserves the heat. There you go. By the way, he is Brian. No, I'm Andy Furman. You're more than welcome to join in on Twitter, and you could do that at the No Show N O E Show at Andy Furman FSR or by phone at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Of course, we're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life and the lineup. Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P. This hour, and we got Bottom Barrel Betting an hour two, and yes, we. We have a game to play, game time coming up in hour number three. But it's a whole new ball game. Wait till you hear this. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Creative or desperate? That's coming right up. About 22 minutes past the hour, this is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and you know what? We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, my friend. Did you get a chance to listen to Tom Brady and Howard Stern earlier this week. 
I didn't catch the whole interview, but I caught the uh, necessary bits and pieces of that thing. Yeah, and there really, when you think about it, wasn't a lot of things that were necessary because I was expecting a big bombshell and it didn't happen. I said that last week to you. and I, I don't know wrong. why. I don't know why. This is Tom Brady we're talking about here. Right. Andy. He right. wasn't going to go off the rails and be like, I made Belichick or <laughs> something like that. That's just not his brand. Howard tried. He tried his best. I tell you what, especially at the end, he says uh, – when you left, I mean, do you think that, I mean, do you really want to see the Patriots go down the crapper? And then, t- no, no, I love, I hope they win every game. I hope I played against them in the Super Bowl, whatever. I'm like, then Howard comes back and says, well, when I was fired from various radio stations, I'd hope they go out of business after I left. So, you know, and at least he's honest, you know, but uh, he didn't say much. What about those trademarks, though? Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady? Oh my He's got gosh. it going. He's got it going now, doesn't he? That's just embarrassing. Come on. <laughs> Tampa Bay? How would that ever catch on? Seriously. Who would rock out a hoodie that said Tampa Bay? I bet you they're out there right now. Or anything, anything that had Tampa Bay on it. Why would you wear that outside of a complete joke? Right? Like, (laughs) who would be like, this is awesome. This is awesome. I want to rock this out. No one. No one. They will be, if in fact there's football in the NFL and the games are shown from Tampa, we'll see them in the stands, I'm sure. Man, I, I do not see that being a moneymaker. I was thinking <laughs> Sorry, of getting you I'm, one I'm for out Christmas. I'm on Tampa Bay. I don't see that catching on like wildfire. I wanted to get one for Christmas for you, really. You would have ended up getting the wrong thing. It would have been like something with Mike Tomlin instead. And you've been like, here you go. I got it for you. You know? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. That's the way I am. All yeah. right, we move on. Because enough of Tom Brady. Nothing said that was really exciting or big. But, you know, it was interesting. And I kind of drudged through the entire situation. But, you know, I just listened to the radio. I did it. But uh, what about Major League Baseball? I mean, I said creative or desperate. Is it that important for them to come back? Because now they have another plan to play in 2020. And is it that important to play? I guess for them, financially, it must be. The new plan have 30 teams return to their spring training sites, both in Florida and Arizona. No fans will attend the games. It's the Grapefruit League in Florida against the Cactus League champions. And that'll be the World Series at a neutral site. I mean, to me, somewhat creative to think about that. But again, why? Why do it? Well, you answered your own question. It's the cash, man. Yeah. You got to generate some money. You'd have all this TV money. You'd pay your players. If you can do it, you do it. I just don't know how you do it safely at this stage. Something has to progress with the pandemic for things to really have a trickle-down effect to the sports world. Because we're not there yet at all. And it goes back to something that Gene Smith said that you mentioned in the first segment, the Ohio State Athletic Director. If it isn't safe for the fans to be in attendance, how is it going to be safe for the athletes to compete? And why is he the only one who said that? Why aren't athletes saying that? There are others saying that, for sure. But he's one of the bigger names that has said it. And Mac Brown actually said it, the head coach at North Carolina. He brought up a good point because you remember when Jack Swarbrick the AD of Notre Dame Dame, came out and said, whoa, I don't know about this playing games with no fans thing. It isn't fair to the student athletes and the experience me, yada, yada, yada. Mac Brown came out and said, yeah, I don't think we're playing in front of fans. And I thought, what, what is it impossible? You can't do that. And he justified it very well. His rationale was, if it isn't safe for the fans to be there, how is it safe for the players? Perfect. Now, Now you can look at baseball and say, it's a different type of sport where you don't have as much, you know, it's not like UFC. It's not like football. But it's when just you're different out a guy, in terms of how well, close you are to one another. It is. It's a different thing. You could 
if there's a sport where you could realistically have a version of social distancing most of the time, it's baseball. Well, I tennis, hear you, but... right? Golf, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think ben is, uh, I think baseball is closer to golf or tennis than it is UFC or football. No, Wouldn't you agree, I agree. With that? I agree. But if yeah. a guy's taking someone out in a double play, running, sliding at the second, or sure. what, a first baseman wants to hold the runner on at first, yeah. they're, they're yeah. close to one another. And it's the, the hitter and the catcher. Like right. You're next door to each other, for sure. You know, I, I just don't understand. First of all, you're right. I mean, the TVs are going to be drooling over this because the way they have it set up, they're going to have an early game and then they're going to have a, a featured game at night from Arizona with the time yeah. factor, which will work out perfectly. But your St. Louis Cardinals, I understand, they'll be in the Grapefruit League East Division with the Nationals of Washington, the Houston Astros, the Mets, and the Marlins. Not a bad Yeah, bring it on, Vinay, with yeah. your Nationals over there, the same division as my cards. Let's, Let's get go after it here. Let's do <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Bring it on, Vinny. I will say, though, I, I like the idea, but the one disappointing thing about it is that the Astros shame tour has been put on hold. Right. Absolutely. That's the, that's the worst part about this whole thing, because yes. you can't shame the Astros with no fans there. And yeah. more than that, the Astros shame tour is be buried in Florida. I mean, I want it to go nationwide. It's just going to be in Florida. When you think about it, right? They're going to just play Grapefruit League teams. That's it. it yeah, and here's the thing, Andy. I look at it like this. I'm not going to freak out about these possibilities until it gets really close to being a certainty. They're just throwing stuff against the wall at this stage. Right. This is the next phase of a plan. The initial one was we're going to have all 30 teams in Phoenix, and we're going to try to play baseball that way. It'd be like if you freaked out about that idea, you're freaking out about a game in the top of the first inning. That's about as far as Major League Baseball is with their planning. So let's not act like it's an official game and we're in the seventh inning here. And it's like, whoa, we got to get going. I'm not going to freak out about these possibilities that are far from being certainties right now, Andy. Right. And the winner of the Cactus League in Arizona is going to play the winner of the Grapefruit League in Florida for the World Series, and that's going to be in a dome stadium in late November. And you're exactly right. I mean, baseball right now, throwing stuff against the wall, planning. But then I'll come back and look at Adam Silver, who's basically, there's no plan right now in the NBA. Why? He's waiting for the green light. He's waiting for, yeah. for the okay, which is wonderful. That's the way it should be. I have not seen any plan in the NBA except maybe the horse game and maybe the 2K, what they're doing right now. But other than that, there's no plan. What are they going to do? Are they going to finish the season? Are they going to cut the season short? Is it all over? But Adam Silver's, you know, holding steady, which I like. But baseball's throwing stuff out every single day. I don't get it. Well, it, it's just possibilities. That's really all it is. They're trying. I give both leagues credit. They're trying, but they're. it's got to be safe, like you said, with Adam Silver. I, I just I don't freak out about it with these possibilities because – until it's, this is the plan, and we're starting in a week or whatever, right. then I'll, I'll, I'll react to it. But as of now, these are just ideas that are like, what about this? They're just throwing stuff out. I just think this, Andy, simply, we can't have wine appetites as sports fans with beer wallets here. You know, <laughs> let's yeah. not act like there isn't a global pandemic going on. And I'm not saying you've got to embrace every idea and just be gung-ho about everything. Like, oh, yeah, Grapefruit League, Cactus League, awesome, bring it on. You don't have to be giddy about everything, but I think you have to react in a way where at the forefront of your mind, you know that there is a pandemic going on around the world. 
And so our sports are not going to resemble normal right now. You have to adjust in these times. Yeah, and to Major League Baseball's credit, this story was leaked out by some official in Major League Baseball, picked up in the USA Today by Bob Nightingale. So uh, I'm not going to blame the commissioner right now because I would have hoped if the commissioner did announce it and release it, he would say pending the approval or the okay of the medics. And, and, and that's why it didn't come out that way. It came out, uh, maybe it shouldn't have come out. Maybe they didn't want it to come out. You know, yeah, when you think possible. of it that way, so yeah. who knows? I don't know. I don't they know. either leaked it or, yeah, somebody was a little too talkative. I'm not yeah. sure which. Probably, probably got it at the yeah. bar, you know, sitting around the bar. Guy had loose lips a little bit, and Bob Nightingale picked it up. But yeah, he's I don't probably think known. we're at yeah. the bar right now, Andy. I don't think we're going to the bar in these times. No, hell, like, I don't, I don't think that's what happened. Well, <laughs> I never so, know. That'd be some other way, but I don't think it was just out and about, and he's like, hey, yeah, here's this plan. We're, we're, we're not there. We're not responsibly right. out right. at bars right now. Right. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. If you play, we will stay. That's next. But first to our own playmate, Brian Fenley with the latest. Hey, what is hey. going on, Dad? Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything's well, good. Everything's good, guys. Good. That's big daddy. So first, the NBA organized a 2K tournament for television. And Andy, that is what you call a video game. And what is that you say? Well, it's a device that you plug Listen into you. an outlet wow, and a wow. TV with a controller um, with buttons on it that you press <laughs> where you simulate you. basketball games. That is what a video game is. In case Never you heard of them. I said the 2K. I know what I'm talking about. You had, what no, are you you had, a, you had no idea what you were yes, talking I do. about. Believe me, I do. Yes. yes. Well, I'm going to smack you from here to there. Okay. I promise. I can't wait. I'll oh. smile when you do that. I know you will. Uh, all right. So then, yes, you did get it correct. There is a horse tournament, and there will be no actual horses involved. This is a game of oh, horse geez. starting tonight at, at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's a two-day event. Some of the players involved. <laughs> oh, jeez. I got Mr. Ed. I'll take yes. Mr. Ed. Yeah. I got you as a jockey, more like it. Chris Paul, Trey Young, Zach Levine, all those guys are going to be taking part. No dunking allowed. And the semifinals and championship round will happen on Thursday. Running back Todd Gurley told an Atlanta radio station on Saturday he will be rocking number 21 with the Falcons, even though Falcon great Deion Sanders, who used to wear that number, said, you know what, don't do that. The w- what a great story. There's so what, many layers to that one. I love that one. Yes. we got to touch on well, that. Well, Brian, why hasn't his number been retired in Atlanta? That's I don't know. That's my first question. Is yeah. How on earth, as the Atlanta Falcons, have you not retired Dion's number? Seriously. If this isn't a wake-up call for the franchise to do that, I don't know what will be. And then one more thing to mention, Zaire Williams. He's a five-star basketball recruit and a high school teammate of LeBron James's son, Bronny, at Sierra Canyon. He said he will announce his college decision today. He's got it down to the likes of Stanford and Duke and Arizona, and I had to get in UCLA. And so that will be interesting to try to track as well. As we send it back to Andy Furman and Brian No. Thank you so very much. See you in about an hour. By the way, we'll watch. We'll watch from a distance. That's right around the corner. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. That's auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, we'll have Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P in less than 10 minutes. And we talk By about the way, the pen- Andy, why, why does Todd Gurley have his heart set on wearing number 21. He was, of course, number 30 with the Rams. Why would he be like, no, I want Dion's number? Because he's a a troublemaker. That's why. I don't know how it isn't retired to begin with. But the other part of this is, 
if you're Dion, if it hasn't been retired by the organization, who are you to say, no, don't wear my number? That's lame. I'm not with them on that. Well, we had that situation similar in Cincinnati. Uh, when Brandon Phillips left here, he won number four. And uh, someone came to town and put on number four, and he got all bent out of shape when he left here. But it wasn't retired, and it's an open number, and anybody could wear it. It, it was uh, so I, I, you know, the number thing to me is somewhat sacred in sports. You know that, right? And and to me, I didn't know that Dion's number was not retired until I heard this story with Gurley, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, look, Brandon Phillips was a very good player for the Reds. I was lost for a second. I'm like, Brandon, I was in football mode there. But I, oh, okay. yeah, I understand what you're saying with the Reds. He was a very well, good player, uh, but come on. He, he wasn't some type of legend where you can say, don't wear my freaking number over here. <laughs> come on. Like, it's amazing. He wasn't really on the is. Dion level in no. baseball. And I still think it's lame for Dion to say that to a player. You know like, what? Asking if you it's shall not receive. retired, it's fair game. But asking you, Sharisik, was Vinay, our executive producer Listen and uh, our guiding Crack light. research. Love oh, this. The Falcons are one of the NFL teams that choose not to retire jerseys as a franchise policy. And defensive back Desmond Trufant, Ward number 21, the past seven years in Atlanta. I had no idea. So why didn't they say that in this story, that the Falcons are one of the teams that choose not to retire numbers? Which I think is foolish. I, I think it's great for tradition. It really is, but if they don't want to do then it, that's fine. Even more so, how can Dion be like, don't wear my number? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. He's trying to retire his number on his own, and it's been worn. Like, if you're Todd Gurley, you have to be looking sideways even more. Like, what did you say? It's like Will Ferrell from Anchorman. <laughs> Where, you know, when the girl <laughs> says he, his hair yeah. is stupid, and he's like, what right. did you say? That, that's how Todd Gurley should be acting toward Dion right now. I, and I would think that he may turn off a lot of fans by doing so. In the city of Atlanta, I'm sure nah, they love him. Nah, that's not. Well, gonna... he's a local guy. He played football there. Yeah, he's they're not going to so beat up. You know, speaking of numbers, speaking of now, let's talk about number 23 in the NBA, LeBron James and the pandemic. And you kind of mentioned to me early on that you said that this pandemic may help LeBron this season, not hurt him. I, I got to hear your explanation on that. Yeah. Well, I just think this, Andy. I've heard a lot of conversation about, hey, who does the pandemic on a sports level, right? Who does it hurt in the NBA the most? And the common answer is LeBron. He's 35 years old. Exactly. He doesn't have too many more years left. I get all of that. But we don't have a crystal ball to know that LeBron was going to win a championship for sure this year. And let's just go the other side. Was it possible that LeBron could have lost in the finals and maybe missed a big shot or had a big turnover? (laughs) Like he was the GOAT. In a bad way? Yeah, it was possible. What if LeBron lost to the Clippers in a playoff series? I think that if that were the outcome, if LeBron lost to the Clippers in the same year that Kobe tragically passed away and losing to a team that has been just trash, like the Clippers have been a horrible organization, in their same town, that would have been so damaging for LeBron and his brand, his legacy, all of that stuff, I think that it could have swung the other way. And it it was very possible that the Lakers didn't win a championship and he suffered a bad beat or had a bad performance. If you look at it from that standpoint, then the pandemic, it actually helped LeBron if the alternative is 
potentially losing in the finals or losing to the Clippers, that was actually a blessing in disguise if that would have been the outcome had there been no pandemic. Well, we don't know. As you know, we can't predict the yeah. future. And you, you mentioned that as well. But here's, here's why I say it hurts him. Okay, certainly the age fact. He's going to come back next year pushing 36. But this season basically is is a throwaway. And, and what hurts him, forget about the championships. I'm talking about individual statistics. You know, total points. All these games mm-hmm. that he is missing would would help him, you know, for his point total for his all-time record. And that's gone down the tubes. That'll never come back. Forget about the championships and going for the title because we're not going to play those. And that's not going to happen. I mean, I just think the season is suspended and it's not going to be picked up. And he loses all those points, okay. the rebounds, You're the assists, talking, what, all that. 16 games? Big deal. Well, Big well, deal. You know, it doesn't matter. A I don't whole think lot he cares. Either. I don't think it bothers him. I think the championship title ring is more important right. than his individual Absolutely stats. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. And and that's the whole point, though. Is it's talked about as if it's a certainty. This hurts LeBron the most. It hurts him the most for having a really good chance to win a championship. Granted, I agree with that. But to make it sound like it's a certainty, oh, this Uh absolutely hurts LeBron the most. Really? So which is worse? Is it him losing to the Clippers and all that comes with it, Andy, all of the negativity, the barrage of criticism had that happened, or the season being canceled? What hurts I mean, which, him the which most? Which is worse for LeBron? Well, no, it's tell you losing what hurts to the, the Clippers, and that might have happened. I'm just throwing Certainly. it out there. It's a possibility. Certainly. What hurts him the most is not having the opportunity to play the Clippers in the title game. That's what hurts the most. It really it does. does. And you because he's 35. All these athletes have to wrestle with the what if. But he's different Giannis, because there's not going to be What mo- if we won a championship? We're right there. So, yeah, there are a lot of athletes that have to wrestle with that. I'm just saying but the not realization, that many. whatever actually would have happened, it might have right. been worse than – then could be the, the cancelization of the the postseason, which what might happen. Hopefully, but, but, but why LeBron is basically pushed to the forefront in this situation because he's thirty five, pushing thirty six next season, and how many more times will he have the opportunity to even get to the finals and lose? As Granted, you say, we get all that. Yes, all right. But the point remains: if he would have lost and screwed up in royal fashion along the way, think about LeBron and how vilified he was. When they lost to the Mavericks. And every time the ball came to him, it seemed like he was hot potato. And J.J. Barea was showing him up. He got crushed for that. You don't think the same thing would have happened had he lost to the Clippers or lost to whoever in the final? He would have gotten destroyed for that. And that was possible. That was on the table as a possible outcome. And if that had been the outcome, this – the – the pandemic, just in basketball terms, would have actually been a blessing in disguise. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but you, you and I certainly would have liked to have seen him at least play in that final. Okay, that's a, you're right about that. But again, I, I think the age factor is more of a hindrance and more of a problem for him right now than anything else because there's not going to be many years left. Although he's in great shape, but I don't see him playing maybe 37, 38, you think, in the NBA. That's pretty tough. Yes, yeah, so he'll tough. be around. Really, I would imagine. He's, he still I, I looks he great. He looks fantastic. He, he sure does. Did you See this poll they just had the other day came out of Seton Hall University. 72% of Americans polled said they would not attend the sporting event resumed if it comes back without a vaccine for the virus. They wouldn't Mm. go. It's great for TV, great for radio. They got that captive audience. But some 76% said they would watch broadcasts of the games without fans. Without fans. I would. I watched the games without fans. I really would do that. I think a lot of people would. But they said that in the poll they would not attend sporting events in person yet. And I think that that makes sense. I mean, would you? 
You know, of if baseball, not. like right now, you couldn't. You, the CDC wouldn't be like, oh, oh, basketball's back. Yeah, go out. <laughs> but but social distance in every other aspect of your life. But yeah, go out and see some NBA action. It's crazy. Oh. I tell you why I say that because you know they're talking about coming back and maybe letting fans attend or whatever it may be. In the state of Kentucky, they don't even let you go to church. You know what they're doing? The governor in Kentucky today said anyone caught going to an Easter service, they're going to take their license plate number and make them stay in quarantine for 14 days. And you want to go to a baseball game? I mean, come on. No, no, it's, yeah, it's it's unsafe right now. You can't do that. It's not. Be irresponsible to do it. That 72% is actually alarming. That number should be way higher. I agree. It really should be. (laughs) As it stands right now, unless things change, it's got to be way higher than that. It will be. People are getting antsy. They got cabin fever. They want to get out. It's not over yet. Wash your hands and stay home. That's what you got to do. Brian, no. Andy Furman, we'll be safe. We'll wash our hands and we'll make the trip to the Bronx. Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Bronx Talk Radio coming right up. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. About 11 minutes before the top of the hour, Bronx Talk Radio brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first years. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Now, let's go to the Bronx. Guys, guys, guys. it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Up yours, you son of a Get up, talk me that way. Get out of here. Here's 
something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. You guys was talking about Fight Island earlier. It really got my dander up over here. I really want to go to Fight Island. Uh, yeah. You don't even know where your dander is. I know what my dander is. You know what your Where's dander it is? Where's located? Where's your dander? It's down in a place we cannot say on national radio oh, here. Oh. That's where it's at, huh? Yeah, that's oh, exactly that where that's yeah. it. You but you know much what? of a dander. You know what? I thought this was really familiar. Then I started thinking of, like, Fight Island. Like, that wasn't Enter the Freaking Dragon. That was Mortal Kombat, you know? Finish him. I like it. I like it. We should all have. We should all go to Fight Island. What you guys say? We go back and knock a few Mai Tais off of Fight Island. Get out of this town for a little bit. I'm what gonna you wait say? a little bit here. I'm You're gonna, gonna wait a little, little bit over here before when, I go to Fight Island yeah. for a, an exotic vacation. An exotic you know? vacation when away the from the pandemic. Is over. When the pandemic's over, we'll go. That'd be wonderful. Hey, you, but you know what? You say that though. But I got oh. someone who's coming back from paradise into New York for God knows what reason, and that's Jay Cutler. The former Bears quarterback with his wife, Kristen Cavallari, excuse me if I'm butchering that name, were actually Cavallari. stuck. Cavallari. What Cavallari. What kind of pop culture guy are you over here? Not huh? one that knows who Kristen Cavallari is. Don't worry about it. They were stuck down in the Bahamas when this all COVID-19 broke out. Three weeks down there. And now they decide for some reason to come back to New York. Good idea, bad idea. Well, first of all, why the hell did they come back? Number yeah, exactly. One. Number two, why go to New York of all places? I'm surprised they even let him in. I'm okay with it. You want to go home. You know, you want to get back home. From the Bahamas? People aren't any different, but hey, man, you're at the Bahamas. It's nice. You have a little bit more time over there, and then eventually you got to get back. Got to get back. What's wrong with For that? For what? It don't work. What the heck? Stay there. You get back to your normal surroundings. You get back to your place. Yeah, you don't normal be in a freaking surroundings. It's not it real works. normal. There's a new normal out there now, you know. I would have made the Bahamas my normal surroundings. What are I you talking about? Yeah, I'm seriously. Now nah, I'd yeah. come back home. I, I thought he had it right. He's riding out. He's riding out a freaking pandemic in the Caribbean. What more could you want? Huh? Forget about. Better place it. to social distance in the Bahamas exactly. than in New York than in a subway in New York. That's what I've been saying for all these years, Andy. But you're never if listening you ain't to me. If going out, you'd rather be in with your stuff. That's what it boils down to. What kind of it. stuff? What do you mean stuff? What you stuff? You got your your your, your place. Yeah, all the your bells place? and whistles of your place. He's probably like, got all these goodies at his place. His place in the Bahamas probably sucked compared to his place at His home. place in the Bahamas is a freaking beach. Right. He could get anything he wants. Come on, his wife makes tons of money. She got that cable TV show. Come on. Yeah, you want right. to get back to all right. Well, I disagree I, with you. I need show of hands. Which one of you guys got punked this week? Because we had a fake report out, got a lot of people with blue check marks on Twitter out there uh-huh. that says that Colin Kaepernick was going to sign with the New York Jets. Oh, Guy was import- this fake Adam Schefter? Adam Schefter, it- Adam Schefter, fake Adam Schefter out oh, there. A lot man, of people bid on it. Some Fox News affiliates there. bid on it. Everyone uh, bid on it, man. Oh, they got punked. Got worked. Oh, boy. Mm. People got too much free time now. That's too much free time. TMZ saying, in spite of this, actually. Kaepernick is reaching out to the Jets, but you know what? You just get that. That feels like another punk right there. It's all These punks losers all the way down. with their fake Twitter accounts. Come on, man. Right. I think Come it's on. funny. You, do you don't think it's funny? Like. I like it. I like it, really. It shows you how lazy media people are. They don't check. They see it on it's Twitter. It's right there in the Twitter. News. It says Super Joe freaking loser guy in the in the in the at freaking loser guy there. <laughs> but it says Adam Schefter next to him, but you can't see that it says freaking loser guy. Yeah. Loser guy, yeah. Right. The dead giveaway is 23 followers and no check mark. It's not extensive research you got to do. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. He's the luckiest man in the draft. We'll tell you who in just about a minute, but right now it's time to say 
Happy Easter, happy Passover, wash your hands, and wake up, America! Danger zone! Yes, it's that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Fermo. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Here he is, my partner, my friend, the one, the only, the man without the eyebrow. Brian No, hello, B. Happy Easter to you. Same to you, Andy Furman. Happy Easter to everybody else out there listening. And I uh, hope you have a great day, really. It's a weird time. I can't remember an Easter Sunday that's even remotely close to this one with social distancing because of a global pandemic. But I hope that everybody listening finds a way to have a great time with their family or whatever you do today. But uh, just glad to be here with you. Andy I'm Furman. glad to be And I do, do love, I love the drops that our guy Chris plays in hour two best. of He's our show. I always look forward to hour two when you say, wake up America, and he eludes the rooster sound effect for who knows what. Who knows what he's going to go with. Right. That's why he's great. He really is. It's awesome. I love this tradition. Do you find that every day rolling into the next, you have no idea, you lose track of what day it might be? I mean, I just know Sunday because I'm here with you on Sunday. Other than that, every day to me is the same. I have no idea. I've lost track of what day it is because of what's happening right now. Yeah, I will lose track sometimes. I do the weekday Portland show and, you know, what's the difference between Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Like, it it really is no different. (laughs) It's... In terms of the sports calendar right now, yeah, there these days none. run together. You're exactly right. but you, And really, it just shows you how dependent we are upon sports because not only do we love the games and watch the games and talk about the games, we kind of plan our lives on our calendars with the games. Oh, tonight, Wednesday? Oh, the Celtics are playing tonight. Right. I'm going to watch, right? No more. Yeah, or even the weekend when you're getting set for a weekend – if we're getting close for the NBA playoffs, you're like, okay, Friday, oh, wait, what is the uh, the Houston OKC series or whatever it would be? Uh, that game three is Sunday night. And you're like, okay, Friday, so two nights from now. And really, you the day, the current day, you have a better understanding of what day it is based on either what's happening that night or what's happening the next day or the next two days. We don't have that right now. It's weird. You're exactly right, but we are planning one thing. We know that April 23rd through the 25th will be the NFL draft and your Miami Dolphins. They're talking about perhaps trading for the oh, gosh. number one. By the way, What's by the way, before you them? do that, perfect example. When the first round is next Thursday, you'll know it's Tuesday. You'll know it's Wednesday and it's right. one day away from the draft, right? Right. That's, what we're used to. But yeah, sorry, I wasn't derailing you with no, Joe Burrow and yeah. And but what, my what's happening with your Dolphins is rumors that the Dolphins are moving up to the number one pick overall and uh, maybe trading a lot of picks for that number one pick because yeah. they certainly are in need of a quote franchise quarterback and they think Burrow might be the guy. I think I think both franchises are nuts if this is a real thing. If the Dolphins are thinking about trading a boatload of picks to get Joe Burrow, I think that's a mistake. Because we're talking a price tag here, Andy. The starting point might be two first-rounders, two second-rounders for Burrow. I've heard reports as many as four first-round picks for Joe Burrow. Really? Do you think he's that special, Andy? Do you think he's worth four first-rounders? Do you see that type of stardom from Joe Burrow? We've got to remember one thing. A year ago this time, no one was talking about Joe Burrow. 
No one knew who he was. He was the fourth quarterback at Ohio State and just had a new life at LSU. And here's the thing that I'm going to run by you. If, in fact, the Dolphins think he is worth that much in draft compensation, Uh. the Bengals will be nuts to do it because they'll say, wait a minute. This guy's really worth something. Why would I trade him? Why would I trade the pick? No, I look at it differently, Andy. Look at the Washington Redskins, what they gave up for RG3. It didn't mean they were right just because they were willing to give up that much. (laughs) They were dead wrong just because the Dolphins would be crazy enough to give up as many as four first-rounders potentially. That doesn't mean that the Bengals have it wrong and the Dolphins have it right. I look at, let's make it simple here. When I look at Joe Burrow in the NFL, you have to ask yourself, how good do you see him being? That's the question. I see him being good. I don't see him being stellar. I don't see him being great. I think that he caught lightning in a bottle. He was amazing for LSU. He had a lot of talent around him. He's got playmaking ability, some athleticism. But yeah, but stardom, just stellar, can't miss guy. I don't see that, Andy. I see him being good. So if you're the Bengals and the Dolphins are offering you just a boatload in compensation for that number one overall pick. If you look at Burrow and you evaluate him the same way, you'd be out of your mind, even though he's an Ohioan, to not make that trade and trade down and get that much compensation. I will tell you this. If I was the, if I was the GM of the Bengals, if I was making that decision, I would take it because the draft to me is a crapshoot and the draft is a numbers game. The more numbers you get, the more players you get, the more chance you get to succeed. So I would do that. But here's the thing. This Bengals team needs a quarterback. And to me... Joe Burrow is the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Why do I say that? Because, A, no one knew who he was a year ago, had a stellar year, uh, like you say, caught lightning in a bottle at LSU, and Tua was the guy. Tua right now is a roll of the dice. Tua, to me, is like buying a car on Carfax that has a bad transmission. Would you buy it? I don't think so. Tua, they say, is just brittle. He's been broken down, yeah. and it's not just the, the ankle. It, it's the, uh, the, the knee, the ankle, everything about him. He's a brittle kind of guy, and he broke his wrist the first day of spring ball one year. So everything about this guy is, like, ready to fall apart. So I don't know if yeah. you take the guy. That's like, I, I couldn't be more against you, Andy, but that's the common oh. thing that you're hearing left and right is, oh, and my gosh, he screen. sneezes, and there goes his hip and his back and his knee, and this guy is just a walking injury. Yeah, he had a couple of injuries. It's a physical game. Players get hurt. <laughs> like, to make it sound like this dude is just going to be a disaster from a health standpoint. I would take Tua right now. Like, Take it from the Bengals' perspective. If they had this monstrous offer from the Dolphins, we're talking somewhere around four first-rounders. Mm-hmm. If they could trade down and get one of those first-rounders being the fifth overall pick and walk away with Tua Tungavailoa, and all those other players that are going to be in the first, second rounds, whatever the Dolphins traded for them. I, I would rather have that. I'd rather have Tua than Joe Burrow, especially if I get a, a boatload of picks on top of that. Tua Tungavailoa has the higher You're preaching upside. to the choir. I, I'm, I would do it today. Four picks for, for a guy that you don't know what he's going to do. But here's the thing. It could turn out to be a public relations disaster because everybody— It's not going to be a public relations disaster if Joe Burrow is just good in the NFL. Right. And you have You're a exactly better right. quarterback. It's not okay, going to be but a what disaster happened? Let's look at the opposite. Say he goes to Miami and has a stellar year. They draft Tua, and after the second game, he gets hurt. Oh, my goodness. And look. That's one fan, year. That's what you I, have to I, look at the career. If you just think Joe Burrow is going to be good, not special, but good in the NFL, you're not going to get raked over the coals about that. You just have to find a quarterback 
that's at least as good. <laughs> and I don't think that's going to be that difficult to find. I really don't. I don't think that Joe Burrow is going to be anything where you're like, this guy is top five, no doubt, slam dunk. I don't see that from the guy. Time will tell whether that's correct or not. But But, if he's like one of these middling dudes, he's, I don't know, he's at least top half of the NFL, and the Bengals made a deal and didn't get him, I don't think they're going to get crushed year after year after year publicly criticized for not taking Burrow. The Bengals right now have to make the right move, and the right move probably is more picks. However, they won't do it. They're going to take Joe Burrow because, A, local guy, B, everybody's clamoring for it, and C, they need to sell tickets. I mean, this team had the lowest attendance in the National Football League. They haven't been to the playoffs in a bit, and they're just down and out. Everything. They need to do, so- they need to I do hear something. You, Andy, but everything traces back to how good will he be. And you don't know. And if he's just good, if he's just good, it, it, we're, it's a guessing game. But sure you have is. to ask yourself, how good is he going to be? If he's special, yeah, all of a sudden the ticket thing, it matters. If he's just good, yeah, people are going to come out until they figure out that the Bengals aren't going anywhere. And and then they're not going to be out there anymore. Like It all traces back to how good will he know. be. And, and if that's you don't why, think he's going to yeah. be special then you got to entertain making this deal if you have a king's ransom on the table. And that's why the question always has to be, the cloud is always over every pick. How good will he be? And I'd rather have four guys with that question mark than one. That's why I would do the deal. Because four guys... Yeah, and if the one guy is Joe Burrow, yeah, I'm taking the deal all day. Right. It's amazing. We're and I think Miami's this, crazy. We're, we're in the this Dolphins. realm right now where you see all these mock drafts and everybody say, oh, Joe Burrow, he's clearly the guy. They've said that about many quarterbacks before. Right. Look at Jameis and Mariota going 1-2 in 2015. Where are they right now? You've got Mariota as a backup and Jameis is unemployed. Like Those were the guys like, you'd be nuts not to take these You're guys. Right. It could happen like that with Joe we Burrow. We see many Heisman Trophy winners fail in the NFL. Many. Not just one, many. Yeah, and it happens. That's why I'm saying if I had the opportunity, if it was my call, I'm taking four to one because I have a better chance of success. But here's the other thing, Andy. This is with Tungavailoa. I understand the injury concerns. They're blown way out of proportion, but I understand the concerns. I think people are freaking out. They're losing their minds over this. They're taking it too far. But here's another reason why I like Tua even more. Is because of all of the criticism, the doubt. Doubt is very valuable. And if you look at Tua, I think he's going to be even more motivated not to be like, I'm going to be healthy. He can't prove his health. But I think being so doubted, it's going to be fuel to work his butt off and prove the doubters wrong that's by not being change a productive player. No, I, I agree, but that's not going to change his brittleness. By the way, you know, Mike Tannenbaum, who now works for the Dolphins, he said, quote, it would be irresponsible to take him in the top 10. This is what that's he told an, the South insane. Florida Sun Center. That's just but, insane. Well, I think that's a smokescreen. Irresponsible to take that's him a, in the top 10. And you know the way As these if there's talk. no chance he could be healthy enough to be productive. That's he'll insane. Be, he'll be in the top five, believe me. And you know as well as I do, prior to the draft, all these GMs and personnel guys throw out these these things for smoke screens. They don't want other teams to take them. Absolutely. They got their no eye doubt. on him. You're yeah. right about that. The Dolphins might be one of those teams. There's exactly. a theory. There's all this love fest about Justin Herbert. It's just a smoke screen and Tua is their guy. It, right. Maybe that's the case. We'll find out in less than two weeks. But look at a guy, when you're talking about doubt, Look at Drew Brees. It's a good example. Remember when he was moving on from the Chargers 
and he was being traded and all of that. And the Dolphins took a look and they said, no, no, we don't trust the shoulder. He had that injury trying to die for a, a loose ball, hurt his shoulder. The Dolphins said, thanks, but no thanks. You don't think that served as motivation for Drew Brees over the years? It certainly like, does. Absolutely I, I think, it does. Being doubted matters. These dudes don't forget that at all. I and think that's why you, I like Tua even more because he's been doubted so right. much in this process. I, I think where you're drafted, the slot that you're drafted serves as motivation. Guys that sit in that green room. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Plenty of examples with that. No doubt about that. Yeah, you're right. But I will tell you this much. I think the Dolphins are even out of their minds to to give up four picks. It's all about picks. People like to gobble up picks. Andy, I – you don't even know. I would lose my mind if the Dolphins traded four first-rounders or something close to that for Joe Burrow. Do you realize – I don't know if Chris – our technical producer would have if his dump button finger is working fast enough for the show that was to follow the April 23rd first round, you know? I'd have a few days to cool down from Thursday to Sunday show with you. I I don't I I don't know that I'd be cool by then, Andy. I would lose my mind. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I think Remember now we're at 20 second delay so we don't have I only, quite as yeah, much time. I, yeah. I, I only know, have my question two, is I this, only have two dumps. You're use. assuming yeah. that they're going to trade the four picks for Joe Burrow. What if it's for what if it's for Chase? No. For Chase I, I'm Young? not No, no, they wouldn't do that. But no, I don't think no, so either. I, I, I don't I think, think they're whatever. going to do it. But just the rumor being out there and the possibility, it's I, 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 it can't happen, Andy. It just it cannot happen. It's stupid. It really is. I mean, again, it's all about loading up on picks, and they're all crapshoots. You don't know how they're going to do, well, so I'd rather look, have Andy, four possibilities. That, that one special player, especially quarterback, if you found your Patrick Mahomes, I mean, you you trade more than four first-rounders but for you that don't know. type of player. You don't Joe know. Burrow, I don't project him to be that guy. I don't project him to be close to that guy, and that's Joe why Burrow, I think it'd be insane. You had it right on the head. He caught lightning in a bottle in a great system with some great coaches who gave him the opportunity. You talk about a guy who was motivated. He was on the fourth string at Ohio State, got a chance, and went, they made the most of that yeah. chance at LSU. Will he do it in the NFL? He may be a decent quarterback. He may be an Andy Dalton kind of quarterback. You know, yeah, I think um, he'll be service. better than Dalton. I think he'll be good. I think yeah. he'll be, you know, he'll be around the top ten, somewhere around there. But I don't see him being top five, top flight. That's what you trade for four first rounders for. You don't trade four first rounders that for. Yeah, he's better than Dalton. <laughs> so yeah, you don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Comments are welcome. Of course, you get him on Twitter. He's Brian No. Get him at the No Show. That's N O E Show. At Andy Furman FSR. We'll read him. We'll retweet him. Or 877 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. This hour, Bottom Barrel Betting, hour number three. You got a game to play? It'll be game time. But right now, show him the money. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It was a love fest. We'll get to that in just about a minute, 21 minutes past the hour. On Fox Sports Sunday, he's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. We are proudly brought to you by Discover because Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first years. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. And I talk about a love fest, and I'm not talking about you and me, B. Not talking about you and me, although we do have a love fest here every Sunday. I'm talking about to talk about Tua and his wide receivers and Brady and Belichick. They're complimenting mm. each other, smooch, smooch. I'm ready to stick my hand down my throat. Really, it's ridiculous. I mean, enough already. I don't need well, to hear that stuff. They're I just think this, Andy. I think there's an interesting um, comparison between the two because Brady did his interview with Howard Stern, and one of the questions. It was about, hey, what do you think about these people that say uh, you wouldn't have had success without Belichick or vice versa? And he's like, I think that's a pretty weak argument, basically. I'm cleaning it up because he cussed. <laughs> like right. it was a, right. He said that uh, it's weak because, look, I, wasn't the, I wouldn't be the best version of myself without him, and he wouldn't be the best version of himself without me. It works both ways, but it's often talked about like, oh, uh, Brady absolutely benefited from Belichick. It's like, well, Belichick benefited from Brady. So it's not talked about the opposite way as much as it should. And I think something similar with Tua, because you hear this leading up to the draft is, oh, well, these wide-open receivers, Tua absolutely benefited from Jerry Judy and Ruggs and name it. And, and it's like, well, those guys benefited from Tua also. We have to keep that in mind. I got news for everybody. Tungavailoa wasn't throwing to wide open receivers every single pass. It's been talked about as if it that was the case. Sometimes he threw it into tight windows. Sometimes these deep balls, there was decent coverage. And so these guys benefited from Tua, just like Tua benefited from them, but it isn't talked about like that as much as it should be. And you know what? I don't know why this has been come to light. And I guess people look for storylines. I mean, this has been going on for eons in the world of sports, coaches and managers. I mean, you get a manager, you know, who could really be down in the dumps. You get a good player, he goes to, and he starts winning championships. It's happened from from day one. You know, man, managers are only as good as their personnel. Coaches are only good as their personnel. We've sure. seen that, but we don't yeah. hear about it. Right? Really? Look at, well, look at Belichick with the Browns. He, he, he was a loser. Good. Yeah, he washed out. That was a bad tenure. 
in Cleveland. Losing record. The whole thing. The numbers are not flattering. He missed the playoffs four out of five years. The Browns went to the playoffs five of the previous six years before he got there. So, absolutely, Belichick benefited from Brady greatly. But it as it isn't talked about as much as it is with Brady benefiting from Belichick. They and it's never talked about in baseball. It should be talked about like that. Yeah, Never talked about baseball. The late Sparky Anderson, the manager, tremendous manager, Hall of Famer, okay? He won two titles with the Cincinnati Reds, went to the Tigers, he won a title, World Championship with the Tigers. Then what happened one year? He walked away in the middle of the year. He left. I mean, it, it just, it works out that way. Lou Pinella, you know, won a title in Cincinnati. He went to the Cubs, died in the Cubs. Couldn't do anything with the Cubs, right? So it, it happens all the time in sports, but you never hear that, that this guy helped him, he helped him. If you don't have the personnel, I don't care who you are. And there are certain things I could say that Brian Noe could get in the dugout in Major League or on a bench in the NBA or on a bench in the NFL with the right personnel, you could win too. Well, I just think that it's funny in a way, too, because can you imagine if Brady had Belichick's resume? Meaning this, instead of Belichick being the guy who washed out with the Browns, let's say it was Brady. Let's say Brady was with the Browns. He didn't perform well over five years. Then he goes to the Patriots, joins Belichick, and all of a sudden he's winning Super Bowls left and right. Do you realize how many criticisms would be hurled Brady's direction if that were the case, right? But with it being the actual case that it's Belichick's resume and he was flame out in Cleveland, then came to the Patriots and had great success with Brady being a huge factor there, it still isn't mentioned as much. Can yeah. you imagine if that was right. Brady's dynamic? He would be reminded of that all the time. And yet we bypass it when it comes to Belichick. It's crazy to me. Well, I tell you what, history is a great teacher, and I, and I love history. I love history uh, as far as sports history is concerned, and I'm going to go back. I remember growing up as a kid, there was a quarterback on the New York football giants by the name of Y.A. Tittle. He washed out with the 49ers. He came to New York. He won three Eastern Division titles with the, with the New York football giants. Why? He had great personnel around him. He really did. Great receivers, a great defense. Sam Huff was playing on that team. Andy Robustelli, all those Listen guys were playing. Listen to you, Andy. People haven't been born since uh, You know what? Time. But it's history, and that's what history is all about. And they made, they made Ali Sherman. <laughs> Sherman was the coach, a great coach. You know, it's it's history. It goes back way back when, and they say Ali Sherman was a great coach. Why? He had Y.A. Tittle, who washed out as a quarterback with the San Francisco 49ers. That's it happens. That's just the way it is. And, and why this Brady Belichick back and forth? It, it drives me nuts. And believe me, it's going to get worse when they have the season this year. If one is more successful than the other, oh my goodness, that's the storyline. If if Brady goes to the Super Bowl. And the Patriots failed to make the playoffs, you won't hear the end of it. You know what's crazy, Andy, is if it let's say the, the Patriots let's say the that Tampa doesn't make it to the Super Bowl. Because that's a little aggressive. But let's say they make it to the playoffs, they win a playoff game, they have a reasonably good season, right? Mm-hmm. A- and Belichick misses the playoffs. You watch, Andy. If that is the outcome, Brady will get more criticism. Taking a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in 12 years to the playoffs, maybe winning a game, then they bounce out of the playoffs. He will get more heavily criticized than Belichick will for because that's just the way it goes. Brady is under the microscope, and they just we just pick, 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 nitpick Brady, nitpick, nitpick. The latest one is Terry Bradshaw saying, 
he might not be the most talented quarterback. He said that Dan Fouts is more talented than Brady. So we've got to move on to the next thing. Let's move the goalposts. Forget that he's won six Super Bowls. It's like, well, how talented is he? It's like just nitpick city left and right. For a guy that's won six Super Bowls, if he took Tampa to the playoffs and had a good season and did something that franchise hasn't done for 12 years, which is make the postseason, he would still get more heavily criticized than Belichick for having a 6-10 and 10 season. It's and nuts. Belichick, People are yeah, out of their minds well, when it comes to a reasonable goes six evaluation. And 10, he's got that built-in excuse that he has no personnel, and they'll say, well, that's why Brady left. So Belichick's got that excuse coming up if they don't make the playoffs. I, I'm just telling you, Andy, and, and just the, what we described right there, because you hear this more often with Brady, Bel- he benefited from Belichick. You don't hear it the opposite way as much. That's the dynamic here. Brady gets more heat than Belichick, a ton more heat. And he could have much more success this coming season, yet still get criticized more heavily. I, and I think honestly it's great. believe that would be the outcome. And it would be crazy, but I think that yeah. would be the and actual outcome. And it would be outcome. great, too. It would be great. It really would. By the way, Justin S. on Twitter says, Burrow will be Carson Palmer in his prime. Trade back and load up on the picks. I don't know what he's going to be in his prime. I can't predict the future because if I did, I'd go to the racetrack. However, I would say this. I'm with you, Justin S., Trade back, load up on picks. It's all, it's a numbers game. That's what it is. Give me more players. Give me more possibilities for success. That's what it's all about. Give me the four picks if the yeah. Dolphins are stupid enough to do it. Hey, man, if I saw stardom written all over Burrow, I'd say, no, you can keep your four picks. I'm going with Burrow. I don't see stardom written all over that, guys. I'm taking the picks all day if that's the monster offer that's on the table. No doubt. There we go. There we go. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. One NFL team just can't get it right. We'll tell you in a minute, but the man who's always right, Brian Fenley, has the latest. Thank you so much, Daddy. I appreciate it. The NBA is producing and broadcasting a horse competition that'll run two days and start tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Eight players are involved, including Chris Paul, Trey Young, and Zach Levine. No dunking allowed. Now, Trey Young playfully poking fun at Levine over Twitter, reminding him that, yes, dunking does not count a clear dig at Levine's ho-hum shooting skills, and Levine responded with laughing emoji faces. Now, Andy, emojis are these little symbols. Cut it out! Human Cut, faces I'm making an emoji out of you. <laughs> Cut it out. I'm making an emoji out of you. You can find any of these emojis on your phone. You can't find them in a phone booth, which I know you're more prone to now, operate wait a these days. My, my phone, I have to put quarters in. What are you talking about? I don't think... I think that's called a phone booth, Andy. It is? Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what a phone booth... I haven't seen a phone booth in years. I haven't seen your face in years, and you're my father. All right, the semifinals and championship round will happen on Thursday. Running back Todd Gurley told an Atlanta radio station on Saturday he'll be rocking number 21 with the Falcons, even though Falcon great Deion Sanders, who wore that same number in Atlanta, says, you know what, Todd, you really shouldn't do that. Zaire Williams, a five-star basketball recruit and high school teammate of LeBron James's son, Bronny, at Sierra Canyon, will announce his call's decision on Sunday. And WWE will return to broadcasting live events on Monday with Monday Night Raw. The wrestling outfit had tape delayed the last couple weeks of programming to maneuver around the coronavirus outbreak. Now back to the Andy Furman and Brian No Experience. By the way, and I'm not rooting for this, obviously, but how long until a WWE wrestler gets coronavirus? How long is it going to be? I'm just saying, it's going to happen. We can't act like 
It's this separate little entity, and they're immune from it. It's crazy. You can't beat up on Dana White for having f- plans for Fight Island and just, ah, blind eye. Cool. WWE's back. Nice. Like it's a, They're in the same boat here. They're still at risk. It's crazy. I'm hoping that prior to this event, and we still have some time, maybe smarter heads will prevail, and they'll say, oh, we decided we're not going to do it. I, I don't get it. You know, when you hear the president every single day doing that news conference, please, social distancing, stay indoors, right. quarantine 14 days, and these lunatics are going to wrestle? There's a lot of body contact they were wrestling. Believe yes. me. Absolutely there is. But uh, it's just funny, man. It's funny how Dana White's getting crushed and the WWE comes back and it's like, cool, WWE's back. I'm like raising my hand. Um, Not that different. Not that different pro wrestling in terms of being close and close proximity, close contact, as you just explained, Andy. Not that different from the octagon. I'm just saying. Oh, boy. It's unbelievable. By the way, he's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easy. And, of course, bottom barrel betting in less than 10 minutes. And I say this isn't really such a good look. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about. The uh, competition committee of the NFL recommends no more pass interference replay. That's a good look, okay? But why no sky judge? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, what's the point? I mean, it's like having one and not the other. Why will they not have the sky judge? Yeah, I'm all for the sky judge, Andy, just having that additional official at games. It's worked great for the XFL, for the AAF. I think it'd be fantastic for the NFL to have a guy in the booth to correct the egregiously missed calls. I don't need every single call reviewed and changed and perfect. We don't need perfection, but we need some type of safeguard where if the NOLA no call happens again, and it's the NFC Championship game going forward, to not have pass interference review and to not have a sky judge, you could have the Nikel Roby Coleman fiasco all over again where it was clearly pass interference on the Rams at the time cornerback. It wasn't called, and there was no way to fix it, Andy. That's where the NFL is headed right now. If you have no more pass interference review and no sky judge, you could have blown calls to that degree that can't be fixed. That's the a only silly thing system. I, yeah, I agree with you. And the only thing I can think of when there's a problem or you have a question mark about anything, trail it back to money or lack thereof. They don't want to pay for the sky judge. I know it sounds petty. How much could the sky judge oh, make? Gosh. But, yeah. you know, really and truly, they just don't want to do it. I, I don't understand it. That's, I mean, the sky judge, yeah, to me, crazy. is like the arbiter here. He's got to make the final call, and why wouldn't you have him up They've there? They've talked for so long, Andy, to add an extra official. Why not add that extra official in the booth? I mean, they, seriously, they've, they've talked about that for a long time. So in the booth, that would be a much better service to the officials on the field, right. to the game, put them in the booth. Like, here's the embarrassing part is if you're at home watching on TV and see the replay, the first replay, and you're like, that's pass interference. Right. Or that isn't illegal hands to the face. The Lions got burned on this last year. Our guy Chris from Detroit, Lions fan, he'll remember this, Trey Flowers, he was penalized for illegal hands to the face of Aaron Rodgers twice, two critical calls that kept drives alive. It was the wrong call both times. If you have a sky judge and he can look at the replay and you can tell that's not the right call, whistle down, get it corrected, done, on with life. 
We're just talking about the huge calls that are missed. Correct those. It's a much better way to do things. You're exactly right. You talk about dumb things. I mean, let's move on with the NFL and dumb things. What about Bill O'Brien and his Houston Texans? Oh, man. He traded wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and a 2024th round pick to the Arizona Cardinals for running back David Johnson and a 2022nd round pick and a 2021 fourth round pick. Now, Brandon Cooks traded from the Rams to the Texans. So it tells me that at least O'Brien admitted he he made a mistake because he needs a receiver. But compare Cooks and Hopkins on the field and financial. I I mean, it's not a contest here. I don't get it. What's what's going on with Bill O'Brien? He's a horrible GM. I would love to, Andy. I like going against the grain. If there's a common thought, no, this is the way it is. And you can make a reasonable argument the other way. I love doing that. If I truly believe in my stance, I'm not going to do it just for the sake of going against the grain. Right. So when it comes to Bill O'Brien, I would love to go against the grain and say he's a good GM. You just can't responsibly. He's hideous. Some of these moves, Andy, he explains it. DeAndre Hopkins had years remaining on his deal, and he wanted a raise. He had three and more Bill years O'Brien on his deal. And Bill O'Brien didn't want to do it. Right. And so he's made a, a number of horrible moves from that time where he was like, the heck with this Hopkins guy. Let's get him out of town. He's like a, a player at the poker table on tilt, where if you lose a big hand, and now all of a sudden you're just making horrible decisions chasing your money, that's what he's doing with these moves. They're hideous. Well, you say he's a terrible GM. If you're a terrible GM, that makes for a terrible coach. And he is a poor coach right now, although he does win his division all the time. But I will tell you this. I checked on this. Hopkins was under contract, as you mentioned, for three more years, had a cap hit of $14 million before he was traded. Now, yeah. Brandon Cook's current contract has a cap hit of $16.8 million this year. He's under contract for four more years. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I think yeah. you talk about the great receivers in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best. One of the best receivers uh, in the National Football League. Sensational. If not the best. Yeah. And the other part of this is he had great chemistry with Deshaun Watson. There's a reason Deshaun Watson is going passive aggressive and quoting rap lyrics because he yeah. ticked off about DeAndre Hopkins not being a Texan anymore. Uh, you're, you ticked off your franchise quarterback also. You overpaid for Randall Cobb. You made this move for Brandon Cooks, who's a good receiver, but he's had so many concussions. He got knocked out of the Super Bowl with a concussion against the Patriots when he was with the Rams. You're you're playing with fire from a health standpoint, and it's just you would have been better served holding on to Hopkins instead of making these deals. And if you want to move on from Hopkins, that's like a red flag to begin with, but at least get more compensation right. for the guy than they got with the Arizona Cardinals. It's just a disaster all the way around. I, I, you know what? Uh, I, I don't understand why they made Bill O'Brien general manager to begin with. I, I, I don't, don't either. I don't understand yeah. that. And again, your general manager, you know, you have no one to blame because a lot of times coaches blame the front office. Well, I, I couldn't get personnel. They wouldn't work yeah. with me, whatever it may be. He has no one to blame but himself for failure. <laughs> Yeah, which I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to wear both hats if I was a coach. Really, I, I want to be able to point the finger at somebody for yeah. my failure if I failed. I mean, as the Texans organization, you at least have to give this guy the Doc Rivers treatment, which is okay. You're not going to be the GM. You're not going to be the personnel evaluator because you clearly can't do this well. But you can remain the head coach. They at least, at the bare minimum, need to do that with Bill O'Brien. Amazing. I'm I'm amazed with it. And you know what, though? He is one of those guys. He's a survivor because he wins at that vision. 
And I said, well, you can't fire the guy. He won a division. So it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. But I don't know. It's funny. Again, he comes from the tree of the New England Patriots. And really, that tree is not that good when you think about it. Look no. at Detroit with the Lions and look yeah. here. I don't understand that. It's really funny. It really is. Yeah, there have been a lot of Belichick disciples that have not had a lot of NFL head coaching success. It's true. It's a weird thing. but uh, And look, Bill O'Brien's had, as you pointed out, he's won the division what was it, like four out of five years? I have yeah. to go back and look. But ever since he's been the coach of the Texans, he's winning the AFC South left and right. He's had a good amount of success. It's just he is setting that team up for disaster. It's the ultimate let's win now. What what helps us now instead of the future? And the problem is a lot of the moves don't help for now or the future. Well, so I think it, the Brandon Cooks bad. move basically was uh... – was a move to kind of cover up the loss of DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely it is. And I think, you know, his quarterback was not too pleased. And maybe internally there was something said about that too. Because we've heard the the rap lyrics, but you don't know what he said maybe privately. Who knows? But still in all, I mean, and where could a player complain to the GM, to the front office, when their coach is in fact the GM? (laughs) That's the problem. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's going it's, from bad to worse. There, like these really deals is. when you're overpaying for secondary players, for you know, like they've gotten some good players, but they're overpaying. There's no way that Randall Cobb should be getting around eighteen million dollars guaranteed over the next couple of seasons. He should be getting around a five million dollar deal one year with like, incentives. If you're thirteen million extra here, six million extra here, then the market should dictate what those guys should be paid, that comes back to bite you. And we're eventually going to come around to that day. He's a survivor. You got to give him that. OB's a survivor. There's no doubt about that. Brian No, Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sun on Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, you can get him on Twitter at The No Show and Andy Furman FSR or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And the game's... Must go on. At least this one will. Bottom barrel betting is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Bottom barrel betting right around the bend about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday. And... Let's play! Get that thing for me. It's bottom. bottom. Oh, no. You thought you was late. Barrel, barrel. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting. Yes, it is. And hosted by the one and only Vinay. And I'm afraid to even ask what we did last week because I don't remember what games we even had. Hey, we had plenty of games. We had Belarusian soccer. We had mm. NBA 20, 2K20 player tournaments. And not a bad week for either of you. Three and one across the board. Okay, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Andy, you, know, you I, made the mistake of going with Donovan Mitchell over Ruri Hachimura. And, oh, and uh, it was a beatdown. I remember that. But I lost. I lost by like three points the other one. Yeah. It was a close one in the DeMarcus Cousins-Andre Drummond uh, matchup. But Drummond, Drummond took the win on that one. You know, I seem to be doing better during the uh, strike on sports, actually. <laughs> on major sports. <laughs> You're shining now. Yes. Yeah. I had a 4-0 and week two weeks ago, I think it was. Yeah, it's a you, you're you're really studying up on your Belarusian soccer because that's where we're going this week. Unfortunately, all the good stuff like Taiwanese basketball and uh, a couple of other sports started about an hour ago, so we can't do those games. Oh man, what a shame! Yeah, it's a it's a tough it's a tough world out there. But we're gonna start off with the <laughs> Belarus Vysaya Liga FC Minsk at B A T E Borisov over under two and a half goals. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. I'm taking the over. You know, when you have to spell out whatever the other team was, for some reason, I think that indicates more goals. I think that indicates shoddy goalkeeping. So I'm taking the over here. I'm going to take Borisov under. I'm going to take him with the under because I like Boris Bentonov. For some reason, I remember the name from Rocky and his friends, Borisov. Yeah, the reason why I'm saying it's B A T E because it's it's all capitalized from when I look up look it up. So I'm assuming it stands for something, and I'm not even going to try to figure that one out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, at least it doesn't have hyphens in between each capital letter like horse does. That is true. Get rid dots? of the hyphens. In does it horse. have dots after every letter? B period. Nope. A, no dots. No nothing like that. It's just on on where I pull these uh, this information. It just says B A T E. I know where you pulled off. them from. I know where you pulled them from. I want, can't say it on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that, that might get us in trouble. So uh, yeah. next game up, we got the Dynamo Breest. I looked that up. It's actually Breest. It at- is. Ishlak Minsk, over under of two and a half goals. Oh, Breest over. They're tough. Breest is good. together. Andy, goodness, we're talking combined score here. Oh, combined? Ooh, over. I'm in a tough spot because I love to go with Breest, you know? Breest. Because I I love uh, chicken breasts, and it's close (laughs) enough. So I've got some affinity for Breest, but it's a total here. I'm going to take the under. It's a tough one here. Good goalkeeping. Not great offense. Maybe like a one nil, two nil game. Give me the under. Really? Yeah. Mm, all, right. all right. So now we're going to go into the world of esports. Call of Duty CDL. The Florida Mutineers <laughs> plus one forty five at the Chicago Huntsman minus one eighty. What do you guys think here? What are go they ahead, playing man. again? 
Call of Duty. Oh, you got to go Huntsman if it's Call of Duty. Goodness, you can't lose if your nickname's Huntsman. You think so? Yeah, when it's a shoot 'em up game, they got to be a cinch to win this. You know what? I'm going with Florida. I'm going with the Florida team. I just, I, I don't the trust Mutineers? The yeah, the Mutineers. I just have a good feeling with them for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but I do. All right. Okay, and finally, we're going to go to the ESPN horse competition. Oh now, I've there heard varying rumors about whether this is going to be live or tape delayed. So I'm just going to give you, I want a winner from each side, or a winner from you guys. Paul, Paul, Chris Paul and Trey Young are both plus 300. Chauncey Billups is plus 800. Uh, are they Allie, going up? Are you talking about the whole event? This is just the whole event is what, okay. it, what I'm looking at. Uh, Allie Quigley is plus 1,000. Tamika Ketchins, 1,200. Zach Levine, 350. Paul Pierce, 750. And Mike Connolly. So you want the names of the, of the winning team? I want, I want okay. to. Well, there's groups. They're individuals. But I just want who's going to win it overall. Chris Paul. It's got to be Trey Young. He's got the distance, you know? When he starts shooting those half-court shots, he's going to take it. All right. Sounds great. I'll tell you what. We're going to talk about a loser coming up next right here on Fox Sports Sunday. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. He's the perfect radio host. We'll get to that in just about a minute, but right now it's time to say, wash your hands. Happy Easter, happy Passover, and of course, wake up, America! It's time to wake up because it is Fox Sports Sunday. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Here he is, my partner and my friend. Not necessarily in that order. The one, the only, the hardest working man in show business today, my guy. The brains of the outfit. The hour of power guy himself, the power man, Mr. Brian No, Hello, B. How are you? I'm good, Andy Furman. Great to be here with you, man. Happy Easter to you, everybody out there. Um, you know, stupid question here, Andy. I, when is Passover? Is it just one day? Is no, it's what eight is days. It? It's eight days. Eight days. And uh, it's the miracle of, of the... Uh, the Hebrews crossing the desert where they didn't have enough time to make bread, so they eat unleavened bread, and that's what happened. And, uh, you know, it's there for eight days. If you watched the Ten Commandments with uh, yeah. Charlton Heston, you would have seen that segment in there. It's on Edward the G. G. Robinson. Got to check that, that out. Yeah. Have you ever, I didn't know that. I, I learned something this morning. I didn't know it was eight days. What do you do? <laughs> honest question. What do you do to celebrate it? I'm curious. Well, the first two nights they have what is called a Seder, which is a big dinner, a big meal. But this year, a lot of those Seders were done virtually on, on uh, computers. Oh, wow. Yeah, They sure. get together. And, uh, you know, and that's basically you just don't eat leavened bread. And basically, in the real religious homes, they change dishes for the holiday, separate dishes. Okay. And, separate, and in the, you know, in the Jewish religion, there's a separate dish. Dishes used for meat and separate dishes used for dairy products. Can't mix that. So that's in the heavy-duty religious people, you know. Gotcha. In my house, we eat off paper plates, you know, on the floor <laughs> and paper plates. That's, that's what we do. You know. Is that yeah, just for okay. Passover or that's just in general? No, d- during the year, it's the same, you know, meat and dairy, separate dishes, but it's Passover again, meat and dairy, but another separate place. So it should have four sets of dishes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, man, you guys go, you don't do just the day thing. You go for a week plus yeah, to celebrate big. some yeah, of this we do stuff, it big. right? Yeah, we do it big. Yeah, and the best scene, you. obviously, if you've seen the Ten Commandments, my my guy Edward G. Robinson was in that movie, you know. And the best line of that movie is 
Where's your Moses now? Yeah, where's your Moses now? Yeah. And you that's you quoted know, like, that from time to time. Yeah, I like Edward G. Robinson. Yeah. He's one, right, one of my good. guys. All right. But another guy who basically who's big, and that's Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. I mean, all of a sudden now he's come to the line. Is that a he's, fat joke? Was that, was no, that no, he's lost going? a lot of weight. Okay, Rex all right. Is, he looks decent now. He really does. You're just he's talking about guy. in name recognition? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Good. Now, as a head football coach, we remember him as a 61 and 66 guy, a losing guy. Now I ask, how did he get this gig at ESPN? He's loud. Because he's opinionated, yeah. He's, he's brash, he's, he's obnoxious, he's childlike, he's a bully. Everything you have to be to be a perfect radio host. Really, he would be great. That's <laughs> unbelievable, really. You know, the Amari Cooper, we talked about the Amari Cooper quote last week. He's, quote, an overpaid turd. And then he doubled down and apologized. No, he didn't double down. Know. He did the opposite of doubling well, down, which is, but then hey, he came my back bad, and, sorry, I apologize. And I still called him names after that. You know, no, he just, didn't. He didn't call uh, him names. He apologized for calling him a name. Oh, it was a weak apology. It really was. Okay. Okay. All right. And then, if you remember, when he coached the Buffalo Bills, he made linebacker uh, uh, I.K. Impapali, I.K. Impapali, uh, the honorary game captain. This is the guy who broke the jaw of Geno Smith, the quarterback, when he was the coach of the Jets, when he played for the Jets. So now the controversy continues. He goes on TV, says, who's more important to the Patriots, Belichick or Brady? And and he said, and maybe he's right on this. I don't know. He said that give Belichick Geno Smith, and and see what happens then. And then Geno Smith got the uh, the goo-goo. Geno Smith got the goo-goo because he was responding on Twitter. So he, you know he's starting it up with everybody, pointing fingers. He's like a lightning rod right now. But it it, it is a good conversation. The Belichick Brady thing, which that's going to go on all season long, no matter who does what and how they do it this year. Well, Rex Ryan is right. If you give Belichick Geno Smith, all of a sudden these wins just start dissipating. Like, oh, there goes a win, and there goes another win, and all of a sudden we're in single-digit territory over yeah. here. Well, who did he with have? Season wins. He's right, absolutely. Yeah. And I understand there's this back and forth with Geno and Rex Ryan. Yeah. So Geno didn't yeah. take too kindly with his name being thrown out in that context. Whatever, you know. He's he's supposed to get people to look at him and pay attention to what his comments are and, and at it. least do it in good taste. The yeah. comment about Amari Cooper, that was going too far, but he's, he's done a very good job of getting people to react to his takes. And that's when you can tell you're cutting through when people are reacting to you, then you're doing a good job in general. Now, if you say something outlandish, like call Amari Cooper a turd, and that's what they're responding to, that's bad. But well, if it personal. happens to be your take, your stance, and there's been a lot of takes, there have been a lot of takes from Rex that have gotten traction. So overall, I think he's doing a very good job. Now, what takes have we said that have gotten traction over the last couple of weeks that we do? Have we gotten a lot of traction? I'm trying to think. I think it was with Maybe. Breast in the soccer league you, you know think? a lot of traction now i'm, now I'm, I'm afraid I was out of my I, mind for taking them you know very i need very. to step it up i need to step it up a little bit with my takes really yeah all well, right i i think that I, brian fenley my son is a turd how's that i think you uh you got some reaction when you said julian edelman is going to be the patriots so that was my take under center <laughs> that was my take you know yeah, yeah i think it's nuts reaction, nuts but hey you yeah. got people reacting and I there didn't is say value in saying stuff that's outlandish and makes no sense because you at least do get no, a reaction. No, wait a minute. Now, now you're making an outlandish remark right there. You said it makes no sense. Now, if it happens, you will have to kiss my ring Andy, if it happens. Andy, it, dude, 
It makes less than no sense. Okay, but I'll say this. I did not say that to get a reaction. You had to have. I cannot I didn't. believe that you believe that. You're too I smart do. to believe that. I do believe this it. This has to be about getting a reaction. It has to be. Well, we'll see. And I really didn't. I mean, why would I say that? To get a reaction? I don't think so. I, w- I would hope so, because at least you that'd think? be better than say, no, no, I really believe this. It's like, did you stop, start watching football last year? But I didn't get a reaction. No. But I didn't get a reaction. In other words, if I would have said that to get a reaction, we would have had 10 million phone calls on it, and people would have commented. And I don't think we did, although unless we didn't take any phone calls on it. I did get some reaction on Twitter, some names I can't say to you and can't repeat on radio. <laughs> But you know, that's the way it's okay. What, what about Geno Smith's response to Rex Ryan on Twitter? He said, quote, my mama never liked the dude. He's been a snake and you all glorify it. He should have got fired after year one. Truth is, we won eight games after ESPN had his winning two and he got his job back. Somehow I'm caught up in a feud and I'm the scapegoat. Same guy that drafted me. How do you like that? Really? I, but, I didn't hear one word because it's coming from Geno Smith. I don't care. Yeah. Like, and that's really what it boils but, down to. See, that's a react. That's a take. And you're going to get a reaction on that. Basically, you're saying that Geno Smith is a moron. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not saying that. You're putting words in my mouth. I'm what are saying you saying? Geno Smith is irrelevant. That's what I'm saying to you. I don't no, care he's not what because Geno Rex Smith Ryan made has him. to say. He's not relevant in the NFL. So, okay, there's some sour grapes. There's not a relationship between Geno and Rex Ryan. Rex made I, him I've relevant. I've known that for a long time. Right, but Rex made him relevant by using him as the example of Bill Belichick's right. quarterback and see what he could do. Yeah, good. We're all set. Right. All right. So, so here's the thing right now. I want to ask you, and let's get the definitive word on this with the controversy because it's going to get no- it's going to get to be ad nauseum, really. And hopefully there is an NFL season we can talk about it. Week one, I promise you, somewhere, somehow, there will be a chart, be it in, in the press or on TV, Belichick v. Brady as to their wins per week, and they'll see at the end of the year who's more valuable. I promise you, you're going to see this, a Belichick v. Brady chart week by week. I, I don't know. You need a chart for that. Like, oh, I mean, a, but they, they'll keep score. I mean, what yeah, Tampa Bay did and, and Brady did on week one as opposed to the Patriots. If the Patriots start out of the gate 0-3 and Tampa Bay is 3-0, and it'd be ugly. Be real ugly for the Patriots and Bill Belichick. I told you so. I told you Belichick's not the greatest coach of all time. I told you so. But the NFL made him the greatest coach, what, in the last 50 years, haven't they? He is the number one guy. You know what's crazy, though, is if they started off 0-3, you would actually hear a lot of people say, no, he's doing this by design. He's tanking. Oh, no. He's you so, think? I'm telling you. Yeah, absolutely they would. That, that's been ta- talked about this off season. And that's just not Belichick's M.O. That's not what he does. He's not going to intentionally tank. Some of the moves they've made, they franchised Joe Tooney, who's an offensive lineman. They signed Devin McCourty to an extension. They've done some things, but offensively, their talent, losing Tom Brady and the overall talent is not there. It is not a good situation. They're capped out. It's not a good deal right now with the Patriots, but you watch, Andy. Even though they haven't had a fire sale and just let players go left and right, they still have a very good defense. It isn't a 
outstanding division, but you watch, if they started off badly, let's say they start off 1-3, 2-4, something like that, I guarantee you, you're going to hear a lot of people saying, he's doing this by design. Belichick, he's right. so wily, he's so crafty, he's got a master plan, just uh, don't buy into this. I'm telling you, that's <laughs> right. what they're going to say. Yeah, you it's could very be well crazy. be right. And I'll tell you something else. I mean, I don't think there's been a lot of things written, said, or, or put on TV about the fact that Belichick even decided to come back after Brady left. I mean, he could have walked out into the sunset as, quote, the greatest coach of all time. You know, we're losing the GOAT, his quarterback. And look, he said, I've had enough. And, well, though, maybe that would have been bad. They would have said he, he, he didn't have the guts to coach because his quarterback left. I and mean, he couldn't win either way. If he would have quit, right? He couldn't win. I mean, look, I don't think he's that concerned about it, really. He's just a football lifer. This is what he wants to do. do. This is what he knows. He likes to compete. So he wants to keep going, not hang him up just yet. But I think between the two, I I don't think (laughs) Belichick pays a whole lot of attention. I'll put it this way. Belichick isn't going to have a burner account a la KD. responding to the negativity online. You know, he's just going to go about his business and try to win games. That's Burner account? Is, I don't, I don't think he has a normal Twitter. I don't think he's on social media. It's funny. I read this week that Nick Saban finally learned how to do emails. Yeah. I, I read that. So I think if Nick Saban is learning that, I think Bill Belichick is way to be. Look, Belichick's a letter writer. You know, he writes me letters. I mean, I don't think he does. I, he, I promise you he doesn't have an email account. Or if he does, someone's doing it for him. I don't know about that. You're going to have to write him a letter and ask that. You're going to have to confirm that for us, Andy. It'll be very interesting to see him if, in fact, he's on TV during the NFL draft. I wonder who will be on TV. The coaches? I mean, how do they work? By the way, by the way, let me say one thing. I got a suggestion for the NFL here. Yeah. Because I saw that, what was it, Dak Prescott had a birthday party or something like that with 30, yeah, 40 with 30 people, people Yeah, Yeah. Here's my suggestion for the NFL. They should absolutely do this because there are 58 prospects as of right now that are going to be taking part in the NFL draft, meaning they're going to be on TV, right? Joe Burrow, Chase Young, these players, instead of being there physically, they're You've seen this before many times where some players don't go physically to the draft, yet there's a camera in their place. Maybe they're at their parents' house, whatever, and they show them celebrating. Here's what the NFL should do. They should reach out to all these prospects and urge them heavily Meaning, don't have 40 people at your parents' house or wherever you're watching the draft. All we hear about right now is the importance of social distancing. It would be a horrible look for the NFL, who's being criticized by many for even having the draft to begin with. But then when you're seeing Joe Burrow, Chase Young, all these prospects on TV... You can't have 40 people around and they're hugging, they're shoulder to shoulder. It would be such a bad look for the NFL. And they will. I promise you right now, the first round draft picks, they'll hug, their parents will hug. It'll be a natural instinct. They'll hug, and they certainly will. Although maybe they'd be better served not putting them on TV, but they will. They'll put them on the Zoom. Hey, listen, if it's mom, dad, a sibling, Uh, we're talking a reasonable amount. You've got five people at your place and you're watching the draft, and it's a... Yeah, it's a bit of a muted celebration because of the global pandemic. It's just you the optics of it would be hideous if you you have like 40 people and you're just ah we're hugging it. No, it's not the time for that. That would make the NFL look so bad if that's the case. They've got to guard against that.
But the good news is, and you know this as well as I do, the ratings will be through the roof. The opening night, you know, the first night's sure. always been tremendous. I think the first 10 picks at least. The first night is ridiculously, I mean, they outdraw every TV show. But right now, it's going to be even bigger and better because there's nothing else going on. This is the sporting event uh, of of the season, really, when you think about it, then people go crazy. So I would think that the NFL will issue some sort of a memorandum to the potential first rounders to say, "Look, you they know, gotta, they, gotta please, do it. Stay, stay distance and whatever, and we're just going to put you on camera with no one else." Maybe they'll do that. I, I don't know yeah. how they do it. If they want to hug, let them hug, but it won't be seen on Zoom. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how they handle that. But I'm telling you right now, unless they're smart and proactive and saying, hey, don't have 40 people there, you watch. If there's prospect after prospect after prospect that does that, it's going to be a big deal. And you're going to have a lot of people crushing oh, yeah. the NFL for their prospects not practicing social distancing. Like, imagine if they go to a commercial break and it's an NFL player, it's an NBA player saying, hey, wash your hands, social distancing is important. And the next thing you see is some prospect it, it, Joe with Burrow 50 people in his, his living room like, yeah, the Bengals just took me. Like, you can't yeah. have that. Right. I'm glad that I'm not getting drafted because I don't have 40 friends, so that's okay. Can't do it. There you go. We move on. All right, he's Brian No, Get him on Twitter at The No Show, N-O-E Show. We'll read those tweets. We'll retweet them if they're worthy or at Andy Furman FSR or even better yet, 877-99 on Fox. That translates to 877-996-6369. We're going to have game time this hour, a little bit of a game with Vinay. He'll handle that for us. But right now, this draft may have a major problem. We'll tell you what it is next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This could be a barrel of last. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 21 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and we're brought to you by Discover, because Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first years. It's amazing, because Discover's accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. And the biggest sporting event coming up right around the corner, April 23rd through the 25th, the NFL Draft. The NFL Draft. And there may be some problems, well, lack of personal viewing of talent. Perhaps you think, B, maybe uh, they use as an excuse some personnel people and GM say, well, we couldn't see these guys up front. We couldn't really get a close-up view of these guys, lack of scouting, maybe lack of meeting them directly with their staff. No problem. There's no problem whatsoever. This draft has been going on since 1934, and there was no technology back then like today. So don't even use that as an excuse. Agreed? Don't even use that as a potential excuse. People were drafting players before they had computers. So don't worry about that. Um, okay, with it just being a virtual draft, right? Not in the war room and not like right. normal. It presents some problems, but I think that the, the problems are being greatly exaggerated. Agreed. Where I've heard Adam Schefter said one GM told him, hey, my internet went out the other day. What if my internet goes out during the draft? And it's like, wait a minute. So that can't happen at team headquarters? There's just right. no possibility that the internet goes out at team headquarters. They're bulletproof there. But heaven forbid, you're at home and it's you're at risk now. Like, come on. I think really what boils down to this. The GMs don't want the draft to start on April 23rd. Right. Because we understand the challenges, Andy. You can't bring in these players and work them out, meet them in person. There That's are some the disadvantages. So they want it to be pushed back. And now all of a sudden it becomes excuse city, which is, whoa, what if my internet goes out? And well, what about this? And what about this hardship? And a lot of these are just greatly exaggerated. And it's not going to come down to that. They just want it to be pushed back. And they're not feeling April 23rd being the beginning of the draft. And there's another excuse being thrown out right now. Not only did the internet go out, the concern is the presence of the IT workers of the NFL clubs working in the NFL homes of these people. The the real fun is going to be with this, and no one's even mentioned this, and believe it to me uh, that I'm going to mention it, and maybe I'll get a take out of this, huh? Maybe I'll get a little feedback on this. I'm talking about the hackers out there. Imagine if an NFL team, say the Patriots, who have been known to maybe stretch the rules, hack into a team's war room. How about that? And if you don't have a qualified, experienced IT person on your staff, your team may get hacked. Wouldn't it be great to see at the end of the draft that the Patriots hacked in to maybe the Buffalo Bills account, knowing who they were going to draft beforehand and may have been on their board? That cro- this would be tremendous. I'd love. This is the story of the NFL draft. Hacker City. They're hacking into Zoom anyway. I've read that the school systems are having problems that people are hacking into the Zoom accounts. It could easily happen in the NFL draft. And my question is this, can Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots, could he Zoom? Does he even know what Zoom is? 
Really? Do they have Zoom in the massage parlors? I don't know. Maybe wow. they do. Listen to you. Listen to you. I should the- take that back. I'll tell you why. He was a good man with his plane sending all those pieces of equipment to New York City. So I take that back, Mr. Kreff. You did a hell of a job. Okay. All right. So you're revoking the massage parlor shot there, well, right? Well, can't take that away from him. Strike I mean, it's, that from the record. It, it's okay. on his legacy, right? It's, it's on his resume. He had it, but I take it back for today. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, man, look, <laughs> there's a global pandemic going on, okay? And we don't know when life is going to get back to normal. So with the NFL conducting the draft virtually, I'm sure there are going to be some kinks with this system. And it's going to be a mountain made out of a molehill, which is, oh, the NFL, how dare they do this? This is a bad idea. As if what? As if the vaccine was going to be around in May and we're back to normal. At some point, you have to have your draft and you just have to. It's what I said about MLB. This sounds like a strange comparison, but follow me on this one, Andy. All right. With MLB throwing out these ideas of, hey, maybe we have the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League and realignment and like... It might not be your cup of tea. It might not be an idea you're gung-ho about. But you have to keep in mind the whole time that there's a global pandemic going on. And so the sports world isn't going to be like normal. It's not going to function that way. It's the same thing with the NFL draft. So... I would, well, the I would reduce the, the, the belly aching and the, yeah. oh, this is terrible. And, oh, man, we had this situation and we didn't get our pick in on time. And the, the NFL is responsible. And like, listen, you have to take into account there's a global pandemic going on. And that's why the draft is going to be virtual. And that's why there's going to be some weird things pop up that normally don't happen because there's a pandemic going on. So you have to right. recalibrate and readjust accordingly. But your comparison between Major League Baseball and the NFL draft by virtual uh, is somewhat of a stretch because there is social distancing in the NFL draft. No one's going to get, God forbid, no one will get hurt. That right. was sick from it. Where baseball, I still believe there's going to be contact. That's not, not as the much comparison, fo- Andy. You're making it something I'm not even talking about. I'm just comparing. That, you that have beat, to must readjust. You it. can't be like, hey, man, there's realignment in Cactus League, and why don't they just play ball like normal? It's like because they can't, okay? So you have yeah. to readjust. You have to why don't the they system. have the NFL yeah. like normal? Why can't you? Because there's a pandemic going on. You've got to right. social distance, and that's why it's got to be virtual. That's why. Like, that's yeah. the comparison. It has nothing to do with what you're bringing up. I'm just saying you have to adjust for the times we're living in right now. And, and the they NFL have. is. It's just like the, the people involved in the NFL, they're not adjusting that way. There's just belly aching galore as if things are normal right now when they're the furthest thing from normal. But aren't you excited seeing some of the homes of these coaches? I'm sure it'll be in the coach's home or the GM's home. Who's, whose home will it be in? I guess the coach? I don't know. Have I we think heard? most of these teams are all going to be virtual. <laughs> they're all going to be in their own spot. Where's their own spot? It won't be in the team's offices, will it? It'll be right, in their like home. Most of these guys are going to be at home. Right. So in other words, will it be one person per team at home? I mean, how does that work? I, I don't know. I haven't heard. That's where Zoom comes in. You got this group meeting, and you're coordinating as if you were in the same world. So when they call the Miami Dolphins, they'll have the GM, the coach, all like a split screen with their, with all those with the top personnel people. No, you would be in your Zoom meeting, and whoever yeah. the guy is to phone in the pick, you're like, all right. We're going with Tua. Let him know. 
Okay. And then designated guy who okay, contacts so other designated guy to turn in the pick, they coordinate and boom, press so go. So one team, it could be the coach, one team, it could be the personnel guy, one team, it could be the GM. It's however they yeah. want to structure it. Right. It could be the pizza guy. It's like, hey, pizza guy, call in to headquarters and have them turn in our pick. Whoever, whoever the designated guy is to coordinate who they're picking, that's how they're going to operate. And that equals MC squared over here, Andy. You just have some dude call the NFL and say, here's our pick. Whoever you have to coordinate with, that's how you get it done. Yeah, but we're going to see someone who represents that ball club on the screen. We will. I'm sure we will. You'll see some of those guys on screen. Yeah. I would imagine you'd have a camera there and maybe you could see whatever Pete Carroll is at his home. (laughs) He's conducting the draft and yeah, you'll probably have a few cameras on personnel guys, you know, like head coaches, GM, front office dudes. Most likely looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Pete Carroll's home. I'd like to see it be interesting. We'll see what happens there. And then they go back to the commissioner. The commissioner says on the fifth pick of the 2020 draft, the Miami Dolphins pick and that's it. That's how it'll go. Yep, that's pretty much how it's going to go, Andy. (laughs) It's not going to be – look, I'm just telling you, there are going to be a couple of stories come out where, hey, the Baltimore Ravens, they couldn't get their pick in on time, and why is the NFL – why are they so stubborn and blah, blah, blah. You know it's going to turn into that. You just have to understand there's a global pandemic going on, and And it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be seamless, but – they're going to make do. Like, right. that's what the draft is this year, making right. do. You know, and I'll leave it at this before we go to my son for some sports updates. You know, it's not as if the NFL wanted it this way. They wanted a gala celebration in Vegas. Yeah. You know, so I wish these people who were bitching and moaning about it within the league should realize, hey, wait a minute, take a step back. It's not like they did it to, to hurt you or they did it on purpose. There's a problem out there, and we had to adjust to the problem, and that's what we're doing. They wanted to have the big gala celebration with fans out there and the runway and everything like that. Can't happen. Sorry. Just just the way it is. Yeah, that's right. just where we're le- where we're at right now. They would much rather have the boats carrying players to the stage would have been in Vegas great. in front of the Bellagio, yeah. and yeah, it'd be great. And if you could sit here and say, "Hey, by June we're all going to be fine. It's back to life as normal." Okay, well then the NFL would probably delay it until then. But the fact you can't say that right now, you have to have your draft at some point. If you can do it virtually, then have it. You're exactly right. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman, and this is all about you, but first to Brian Finley for the latest. Thank you so much, Andy. The way you were talking about technology, now I know why you were rejected from that job as a help desk guy at Best Buy. <laughs> okay. I was on the Geek Squad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The opposite of that. Uh, the NBA is putting on a glorified game of horse starring eight players, and the two-day event starts tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Chris Paul, Trey Young, Zach Levine headline, no dunking allowed. Paul facing Allie Quigley in the opening round, and Quigley has already called out Paul with a Twitter video of herself making a bank shot while sitting on the driveway with her legs crossed. Paul responded saying he couldn't even sit like that. He's not flexible enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like. By the way, yeah. keep your eye on this, Big B. Sure. When this rolls around 4 o'clock Pacific time, does anybody go for the little bunny shot in the paint? That's what I love in horse. You go for a little six-footer. Okay. You make it the, like two or three in a row. 
someone short arms it. Someone gets in their own head like, I can't miss this. This is too easy of a shot. And they'll miss it every time. I wonder if someone does that in the horse competition today. I think we will. I think we'll see some wild stuff. Maybe shots from behind the basket yeah. and all yeah, sorts of that. craziness. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only shot that Andy Furman can make. And Keep it up. You know, you're really looking for a bruise in here. You really are. You're picking on me for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because you've been a deadbeat dad his yeah. whole life. You've been man. absolutely oh, father you, my whole life. You're joining in too. Pile on. Yeah. Pile on. Yeah. So Trey Young is, is piling it on uh, Levine on Twitter, reminding Levine that dunking doesn't count, which is a clear dig at Levine's uh, sheepish shooting I don't skills. think so, man. I think this is just a self-deprecation saying he's not a dunker himself. Really? You, you're taking it shot. that way. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. But that's Levine's hallmark is dunking. That's what he does. Yeah, and Trey Young's like, I can't dunk like you. Like, like when, when Larry Bird said it in the Michael Jordan McDonald's commercial, when Larry Bird's like, no dunking, he's not saying, I can't shoot, right? <laughs> or, or Jordan, you can't shoot. He's, he's like, I can't dunk like you. That's what Larry Bird's saying, right? I guess you can take it like that for yeah, sure. You can take it any way you want to take it. Running back to like a drop. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm not going further with that one, but we'll just continue. <laughs> Running back Todd Gurley told an Atlanta radio station on Saturday he'll be rocking 21 with the Falcons, even though Falcon great Deion Sanders told him please do not do that. WWE will return to broadcasting events live on Monday with Monday Night Raw. Zaire Williams, a five-star basketball recruit and high school teammate of LeBron James's son Bronny at Sierra Canyon, will announce his college decision later today. And Andy Furman will announce oh, the horse geez. he will jockey for on the fourth at Churchill Downs. Uh, nice. Back to Andy Furman and Brian. Have Oak. a great day. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to translate that. Have a great day. That tone, it was like jumping a river, Big B. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, with with bricks on your legs, too. There you go. All right. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easy. And, of course, we'll have coaches say the dumbest things in less than 10 minutes. But... Got a tweet right now, and uh, it's from Larry Miller, and I have to ask you, B, if this is a positive or a negative. He says, massage parlors, hacking, and Robert Kraft. Really? Wow. Unbelievable take. Is that a compliment, or is he shocked? I don't know. That doesn't sound like a compliment to me. The only thing he missed with your uh, Patriot stances here is your Julian Edelman will be their quarterback (laughs) stance, right? He should have added that in the tweet. With, with like, wow, unbelievable take. Edelman under center. It should have been in that tweet somewhere. Uh, unbelievable meaning like, well, how could you do something so stupid? That's what he meant. Yeah, like yeah. how can you suggest this is going to yeah. be the outcome? Yeah. I expected more from you. you. You're better than that. You know, yeah, really. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I thought we'd play a little bit of a game right now. We're running low here in this segment, but maybe one round, maybe one round. Could we do that? we have Vinay do that with a little music underneath. And the game is basically, we're going to ask the questions around the room, your greatest athletic achievement. Because right now, I mean, people are watching sports that games that have been played before. And we want to know basically a little bit about ourselves. So Vinay will kind of go around the room and tell us our greatest athletic achievement. How's that? It's not one of your better ideas. I got to be honest with you, Andy. Okay, maybe instead of your greatest athletic (laughs) achievement, maybe uh, the greatest athletic. I'm kidding. I I like. There's something funny about just being a jerk intentionally. You know. Oh. 
Well, your greatest athletic feat that you've seen in person? Yeah, I, I like that one. Okay. Yeah. Like, what's, what's the best thing you've ever seen live? So uh, do you want to go first, Andy? Or do you want no, me I don't to go know because I'm trying to think. All right, I'll I'm go just... first. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go first. So I went to Nationals Park opening day, the very first game at Nationals Park, and Ryan Zimmerman hit a walk-off home run to win that game. And I was one section over from where the ball landed. And it was funny because my wife and I were walking back towards our seats when it happened. Like we were thinking about leaving early and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to leave a game early. And it went into extra innings and then he hits that home run and it landed like basically almost right where our seats were one section over. So that was pretty cool to see nice. live. Yeah, that's Very good. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. And you can remind her of that every time she wants to leave a game early. You oh, no, it, like, she didn't want to leave early. We, it, we were we were thinking about it because it had gotten really cold and it was starting to like rain a little bit. And we were like, do we want to leave? Do we want to leave? We're like, no, we'll stick it out a little bit longer. And we stuck yeah. it out. And then they hit, he hits the home runner like now we can leave. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Uh, the the say, most say memorable thing I Go saw, ahead. Andy, and everybody yeah. else on the crew and listening, is yeah. it was the Bush-Bush game because I'm from South Bend, Indiana. I was fortunate to be a part of the Notre Dame pregame show on the radio side that year, and it was cool. You could you would get to go to the game, and then you get to go down on the sideline for the final five minutes. And so I was on the sideline for the Bush push. I don't know if that's the greatest athletic achievement or anything. That's the most memorable thing I saw in person, which is Reggie Bush pushing Matt Leinart into the end zone <laughs> and, and USC winning that that famous game. And I'm not one of these Notre Dame fans that moans about that because it w- technically was illegal, but it's like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to whine about a technicality like that. Interesting. All right. Uh- All right, Chris. Go ahead. So I've got two different ones here. I, you know, I was thinking about it because I, I like going to the Olympic. I like the Olympics a lot. I went in 2000, and I might have seen Michael Phelps then, but it wasn't exactly like you know the Michael Phelps we had at like the height of his powers of U.S. swimming. But I did remember one uh, where I went to a Toledo Mud Hens game, and the Toledo Mud Hens, AAA affiliate of the. <laughs> you got to be kidding me! No, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like there, there was a story out a while back. Toledo had a guy named Mike Hessman. This was the real-life version of Crash Davis, a guy who never could get up to the major leagues but set set the minor league records for just socking home runs at an alarming rate. So I got mm-hmm. to see him. You know, It got late in the game. They just handed him an award for passing the minor league home run record, and he uh, he, he he went and got a home run in that game, late in that game. I Yeah, it was fantastic. You have that over the Olympics. But it wasn't Michael Phelps like, at, the, at, the, at the top of his power, so I really can't use that. It was just Michael yeah. Phelps was swimming, but he wasn't doing like medal-winning Olympic swimming things yeah. at that time. And the guy hit the home run, and like you were, you were in the stands with four other people. It was more than that. We we like our <laughs> baseball in Toledo. Oh, you're gonna and you're gonna you're gonna say that against the legendary Toledo Mudhens. No, I like the Mudhens. I, I just like the name. It's 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 a, it's a good. It's a wonderful franchise. name. Right, it's a long-standing minor league franchise. Who's next, Brian Fenley? Let's go to Brian. All right, guys, Uh so being on the field when Ole Miss took down Alabama in 2014 and really sticking it to Nick Saban, being on the field for that one was the best day of my life. It will be even better than my marriage one day, which I haven't had yet. The best day of your life. Yes, watching in 2014. You're pathetic. You're pathetic. Really. It was a they they this everybody ran onto the field. They yanked down the uprights. They took the uprights into the town. It was just the highest of high day. 
Really? And I've that's never been high before. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, bad. It's a good memory. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's right. a good I'm, one. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to put him down a little bit. You know what? It's funny. Fun so I'll mean. say this real fast. It was a Notre Dame game. I want to say they beat Penn State. And there were some fans that were going to jump on the goalposts. There were cops there literally grabbing people and throwing them away from the goalposts. I was like, wow, they're pretty protective of the goalposts over here in Notre Dame country. That was a Wasn't wild. there a college team that greased down the goalposts? So yeah, a few take, of them could, did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty yeah, good that's deal. where you went, Andy. See, oh, you know, you got you got to start. You really got to start again. Really, it's I, I don't get it. What are you gotta I gotta go wrong? fast, Andy? What's yours? Two years ago, two years ago, I went to a Reds game in Cincinnati. Not the one I went with Brian. Uh, no, but I went to a game and Scooter Jeanette <laughs> hit four home runs that game, and I thought that was great because ah, that's the cool, yeah. because the anticipation. Yeah, after the first one, I hit a home run. The second, and then momentum started building, and the fans were going crazy. And it's fourth at bat. I thought that's really exciting. It's it's one of those things like you're kind of pulling for him to do it, and you know. He'll never do it again. It's a pretty nice feat. It was nice to say I was there to see that. So it wouldn't be nice. I like that. It's right. good memory. That's All a right. legit one right there. Four homers. Thank you very- it's nothing to sneeze at. No doubt. Right. Thank you very much. All right. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. And we'll say coaches really do say the dumbest things. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Going your own way in just about a few minutes. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We're proudly brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first years. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Top of the hour. 9 o'clock on the East Coast. It'll be Mike Harmon and LeVar Arrington. Get him on iHeart on the iHeart app. Fox Sports Radio, many of these same stations on the Fox Sports Radio Network, and of course, Sirius XM, Channel 83. Now, I mentioned my friend, Mr. Brian No. Two coaches probably wish they'd take back what they said. Mike Leach, first year's coach at Mississippi State, is going to visit a civil rights museum and attend a series of listening sessions. Why? He had a meme which featured a black and white image of an older white woman with knitting needles, and the caption on the meme said, After two weeks of quarantine with her husband, Gertrude decided to knit him a scarf. But instead of a scarf, a hangman's knot was on the woman's lap. And, and, and people went nuts. And one of the recruits just left. Uh, a mm-hmm. defensive tackle, Fabian Lovett, he left Mississippi State. And maybe rightfully so. You don't do that in the South. Come on, Mike. Yeah. You're better than that. Yeah, I would just say real quickly, it was a, it was a really stupid thing to put out there. Um, but I also think this, Andy, which is – you have to understand what someone's intent is. Oh, yeah. And I think yeah. that you've got to be really careful about how you say things or post things because you might offend someone. And I think you have to be sensitive to that. And Mike Leach didn't do a good job of that. At the same rate, I think people need to be reasonable about understanding he's just trying to make a joke about, you know, a couple driving each other crazy based on being quarantined. This wasn't anything about the South and Mississippi and the history of terrible things happening. I think you have to be reasonable about that. And listen, it was a great lesson for Mike Leach. You never should have done it. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just saying that you have to be reasonable. Sometimes some people will say things that they're not intending to make you feel bad. It's an unintended outcome. And you have to take that into account whether it was intended or not. I think that matters. And the rule of thumb is, if you're in doubt, don't do it. By the way, let's go to going your own way, and I'll have my friend Brian No go first this time. How's that? Let's do it. 
Okay. All right. Well, I got a couple for you real fast. So a better turned 50 cents into more than $500,000 by betting on the ponies over here. Five horse race at Gulfstream Park. A better picked all five horses to win, including a long shot. Freddie Soto was 73 to one. Those were the odds. That was one of the five horses that won. So this better turned 50 cents into over Half a mil. That's Pretty good. Unreal. Fifth largest payday in U.S. history. And also this real fast. How about this? A sign in a Chicago restaurant taking a shot at Mitch Trubisky, the Bears quarterback. The sign reads, during the coronavirus outbreak, remember to remain at least 10 feet away from others. If you're wondering how far that is, picture a Bears wide receiver and then imagine where Trubisky actually threw the pass. That distance is about 10 feet. So how about that? You Chicago know I, restaurant I taking that. a shot at Mitch. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I like that. I was I was going to use the same one for my going the home. The oh, is that right? I stole yeah. your go your yeah. really? Yeah, I really was. But that's okay. I had no idea. I'm sorry. I didn't know. But I there was another restaurant. Thunder. Good thing I went first. Yeah, I know. There was another <laughs> restaurant in Buffalo doing some sort of a great hamburger now for Stefan Diggs. He's not even there yet. He hasn't caught a pass yet for the Buffalo Bills. And they have a burger joint over there in uh, in Buffalo called Stack Burger. And they made a four patty burger called Can You Digs It? After his receiver, sandwiched between two buns and the restaurant's signature bacon blue patty topped with crumbled blue cheese, thick-cut bacon, cheese and creamy blue cheese spread. How do you like that? So they got How many patties going. again for that? Four patties. Four. Way to clog your arteries. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Buffalo doesn't just ease into a cheeseburger. They, they do it hardcore. There's no doubt. I don't know how you do that. By the way, our time is up. Thank you for yours. As always, stay safe. Wash your hands. God willing, we'll see you next week right here on Fox Sports Radio. See ya! You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.